hello, everybody. Hey, it's me, Jake. And it's episode, uh, what is it? I think it's 255. Could that even be right? How could we be on episode 255? But I think we are. It's uh, 255, and these are, uh, this is going to be three uh, episodes of the daily briefing show that I do with my wife from April, I think, 22, 23, 24. Um, and I'm just going to throw them in here back to back so you have them in case you're an audio person and not a video person. But you can watch these on uh, Facebook and YouTube archived from when we did them live at 3 p.m. weekdays during the Varinus outbreak. So uh, so here, without uh, without further ado, I, God, that's a thing that I didn't think I was going to start saying, but uh, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not playing around here. This is going to be 90 minutes of show, a uh, little bit of me in between. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're hanging in there. I'm burning through these back episodes, the audio from the the daily briefing to get caught up to. Then I'm just going to be putting the daily briefings up every day as we do them once I get caught up. So um, yeah, those are half hour roughly each. Um, so here we go. This is from April 22, I think. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Oh, can't try again. Siri's a little confused, but I'm not. I'm not. I know we're on. I know we're on. Do you know we're on? Me? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know who you're talking Is to. Is this it thing on? Well, it's it probably be... you. Yeah. Don't you think it's probably you? Well, happy. Yeah. What day is it? Wednesday. Earth Day. Oh, Earth Day. Yeah, it's Earth Day. Well, I'll let you talk about Earth if that's what you need to do. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, we um, we love it. Yeah. We love the Earth. And what is it that you love most about the Earth? Um, a lot of people say it's our own planet. <laughs> our one and only planet. Um, oh, thanks, Julie. Hello, we Jen. would have Hello, never Julie. known yeah. if you hadn't told us. We would have been, yeah. Oh, now I know because he's down there. Yeah, down know, for a little nose work. Yeah, getting, getting prepared. What do I love most about the planet? I'm just going to let you talk for a little while here at the beginning, but then it's today's my day. This is my this is my week. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, I love the ocean. It's my favorite ecosystem, and the ocean of all does, the ecosystems of all the ecosystems, and it, and the ocean does cover seventy percent of the um, Earth's surface. You know, we keep on calling it green, but really, it's a blue planet. It's um, a hello, planet. hello, everybody who's ch who are checking in: Jen, Julie, Joan, Mark, Bill, Phil. Yeah, you missed yesterday, Phil. It's still available on the internet. Nothing ever dies on the internet. Um, so, yeah, here we are. Um, I am... Kai said he saw a mountain lion walking a city street. Wow. That's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would normally, today, I would be... I had a plane ticket to New Orleans. I would be just getting off the airplane in New Orleans right now. And this is the shirt that I sometimes like to wear when I'm going to New Orleans. It's my Snooks e Eaglin at the Rock and Bowl. Snooks is a an amazing guitar player, songwriter, singer. He started as a street musician. He passed away now. Um, but uh, but I saw him a lot of times at the bowling alley, at the Rock and Bowl. Snooks, uh, blind guitar player. Mm. Uh, it, it was those were great times. But I was just thinking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Scott's got his Saturn Bar shirt on. Oh, the Saturn Bar. Hmm. That's that's a, that's a terrible, wonderful place. That that may be the worst bathroom I've ever been in. 
it's in the whole of well, the world. I can't say in the whole of the world because I've been yeah, to the bathroom on. in Kuala Lumpur and some other uh, Asian uh, places where, where the restaurant. I've been to the funky bathroom, so maybe not. But one of the, one of the freakiest uh, one of the freakiest bathrooms here in the United States. Anyway, I would be on my way to New Orleans, so I'm really missing New Orleans. I'm getting ready for tomorrow. Uh, virtual Jazz Fest on uh, WWOZ. I'm just reminding people who missed yesterday, if you download the WWOZ app, it's free, and uh, you can listen to WWOZ live on the internet tomorrow. They're they're playing uh, all uh, Jazz Fest recordings for the next... Uh, Highlights. Thursday through Saturday, uh, this weekend, next week. And tomorrow, tomorrow, one of my favorites that I'm looking forward to is Ella Fitzgerald with Stevie Wonder, recorded in 1977. So... Uh, if you want to see someone pissed off, check YouTube Michael Rappaport. Okay, I'll check that uh, later on. You know, you may remember Michael Rappaport from the uh, TV show that we started watching and then... Atypical. Yes. The dad. Yep, the dad. I know exactly who he is. So last year on this night, um, Wednesday, the first Wednesday, I usually travel to New Orleans on Wednesday and then Jazz Fest is... Thursday through Sunday, and then I'll be there for Monday, Tuesday, and fly home the next Wednesday, this weekend, um, or this year, going to both weekends on the app on my phone. But I, I was looking up in my Offbeat magazine from last year what I did, because I usually you can go to their website and you can see what's playing in New Orleans anytime and find out what you would be doing on that night if you were there. And I tried that today, just hoping that they had old listings, but they've taken down all the listings. So there's, it's so sad when you check what's going on in New Orleans tonight. Oh, because there's nothing, nothing going yeah, on. Yeah, so I had to go oh. back to so last So you don't year. have that sort of horrible feeling that you're missing out on something, but you also have the horrible feeling that there's nothing happening there. Yeah, it's a yeah. double horrible feeling. <laughs> yeah, so you oh. don't have schadenfreude, but you don't have... No, schadenfreude, schadenfreude, that's when you feel good about something bad happening to someone else. And I, I, Oh, I, that's right, yeah, no, you don't, yes. Yeah. Okay, so just, yeah, just... General, I'm uh, feeling bad FOMO. about something bad happening FOMO. to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're having FOMO, but you can't have FOMO because you're not missing out because nothing's happening. Yeah, you can't go. You yeah. can't go there. Even if yeah. you went there, you can't so go there. So none of you can be having FOMO right now because the, you're not missing out because it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In New Orleans and other places as well. Anyway, back to you because you need to be talking about this, right? <laughs> I do need to be talking <laughs> yeah. about this right you now. Do. I get it. Yeah. So okay. last so go year. For it. Often now, one of my favorite things to do when I get to New Orleans is just to ask everybody else what they want to do and then go where they want to go. Because I've been to a lot of my favorite places, and I go there sometimes between Jazz Fest. So I, so I get to see all the things that I want to see, and I do see the things that I want to see at Jazz Fest. But last year, I get there, and everybody kind of arrives on Wednesday of, of my crew that, that goes together. We all stay at the same place, and, and, uh, and they're saying, we're going to go see Dan Penn at Chickiwawa. Dan Penn, famous songwriter. He wrote this uh, song, I'm, I'm Your Puppet. And uh, he'd have been 80 last year-ish. And uh, we went to see him. It was such a sweet, sweet night. And I, and I was checking my phone before we went on to see, you know, because I circled it in here, so I knew I went to see it. And then uh, I checked my phone. I have a little video of Dan Penn um, from Chickiwawa last year. So I'm going to post that on Instagram after this if you want to see what that's like. Not that you need to be running a lot of errands to go see things that I did last year, but uh, maybe you do. Maybe We're not living do. in the past, though, are we? 
no, I'm not living in the past. I'm celebrating. I'm remembering some great things that happened in the yeah, past. Some this sweet is, things. Yeah, some sweet things. Yeah. Um, Earth Day, ironic day for an earthquake. I'll get back to New Orleans in a minute, but I see Phil, Phil Hicks has said we had an earthquake yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, we had an earthquake. I slipped right through it. It wasn't that big a one, right? Or was it? It was big enough to wake you and Fanula up, but I didn't notice it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm very into Earth Day, so I, if the Earth was moving, I should have been cognizant of that. But I oh, woke up. It yeah. was not a giant one. There's always that just little. <laughs> if you don't live in a place where there's earthquakes, I think that this is probably fairly common. You feel the earthquake, and then you try and decide if you should do something, go to a doorway or, you know, tell everybody to wake up because it's an earthquake. And this was an earthquake where it didn't even come close to doing something. Like, I didn't it. think I had to get up. It was, a little, it was a little, it was about like that. About oh, like that. Just, yeah. just a little shaky shaky <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't even notice those ones. So, did, you, did you feel that? I, I did feel that. But, you know, growing up in New Zealand, so we're on the ring of fire like California is, and there were so many earthquakes when I was a kid. I mean, I remember my mother, there was a ritual. She would run into the living room. She had these two very beautiful blue china ceramic horses, and she would run in and hold them on the mantelpiece so that they didn't smash. And then I remember at my boarding school, we'd wake up in the whole concrete building, be moving back and forth. I was here for the big one, the Northridge, and I went back to sleep afterwards. I was like, yeah, that's just an earthquake. I'm, you know, no big deal to me. So and we, then, of course, it was a big deal. People died. Yes. Well, one. the Earth is having... I consider this this Varinus attack to be the Earth. Pushing back. That's the Earth. That's Mother Nature. Saying, yeah, Giving us a yeah. little knock-knock. Yeah. Think about... Yeah, think. This, I want the, you to think. Yeah, think about, about what, you're what you're trying, trying to, do to do to me. To me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Please. I mean, this would be a moment for us to recalibrate. Right, but shout out to Aretha Franklin, please. <laughs> you gotta, you can't just do it and then not. Well, you can do the shout out to Aretha Franklin. I just did, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk about what we should be doing for the Earth. Well, I mean, the thing that I talked about for Earth Day is, you know, I mean, we're not driving, we're not flying, so the skies are blue, and that's great over our cities. We can see the sort of instantaneous results of us, you know, not polluting the atmosphere. But then mm. the other thing we're not doing is we're not doing non-essential shopping. And um, uh, I know that only being able to go to the supermarket is, you know, pretty limiting. But the thing is, there's a lot, of, you know, we do the consumerism, the rate that we have consumerism at, they say we'd need, you know, two to three to five more planets of resources to keep consuming it the way we want to. And, you know, we, we don't. We have one finite planet. It's still so. one. It's still it's, one it's planet. Still one. We yeah, still yeah. got one planet. Yeah. Um, Todd is asking if I'm a trombone shorty fan. And I'm sorry this is a bit all over the place, but I think you know what that. I think you are re you're a fan of that. Yeah, that's um, what we do. That's what we're known for. I am that's a our brand. I am a trombone shorty fan, Troy Andrews, and I've mm -hmm. seen I've been watching him since he was uh, young, since he was a shorty. Um and uh yeah, there's so many great musicians in New Orleans, but you start if you want to start with trombone shorty and then just take it from there. <laughs> go down get off the plane, go right Wednesday night. Usually, I would say you want to go to DBA on Frenchman Street and see Walter Wolfman Washington. That would be my go-to. He's pretty fantastic. I like yeah. Mr. Walter. He's yeah. great. Um, yes, Trombone Shorty is an absolute genius, Angus. And you are right. Are you a Gourds fan? I don't I don't know. I'm assuming that's a band. And so now, I've, that's a thing that I've got to find. I've got to ask myself. And you I don't know. band? Well, no. I don't know. Mm. Jen is just trying to help. She yeah. assumes she's she assumes we're as smart as her. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. But Hugh, we have all been sent to our room, and yeah, uh, we should. 
I mean, this would be a perfect time for us to sort of, yes, uh, take note and, and um, sort of reconfigure our, um, our evil ways. But will we? Will we do that? Um, I'm not know, going to. <laughs> you're going to get out there and be just as evil as you were before. Well, no, but I you're mean, not that look, evil. I'm not you're that evil. Just a, I'm a, he's just I'm a, a decent, smidge, just a little teeny weeny. I'm a decent sort. Yeah, I'm a decent yeah. Sort. You're a good guy. You're pretty good. You 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 heart the planet a little bit, right? I do. I love this planet. <laughs> I, look, I'm not going <laughs> to not, Mars. I've made that clear. Yeah, he thinks it takes too long to get to Mars, and he's right. It does oh, it's take not way just, too long. It's not just the length of the trip, oh. although people do say it's about the journey and not the destination, but <laughs> yeah, with Mars, journey, yeah. it is about the destination. There's not there's not air on Mars. I've been over this before. Yeah, and it takes but, how, um, how many years to get there? 30? I don't think it takes 30, no. 30 think, months. Yeah, maybe that's more like it. I, I, <laughs> yeah. It depends Way on where to the Earth and Mars are both going around the sun, if you believe that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and so there are times when the Earth and Mars are closer to each other and further apart. So you want to get on that trajectory. Well, we saw, you know, Matt Damon when he was living on potatoes on Mars. So we know, that, and then, or you can swing your rocket ship around and, you know, uh, get saved. I'd come and save you, Matt Damon, if you were on Mars and I was an astronaut and I was only a wee way home and you needed saving. I mean, I'd save you before I'd save Matt Damon. Are you Just, a... You know... You would? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd better get in and Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm yeah, saved. you before Matt Damon. Sorry, Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, yes, I've watched Treme on HBO, and uh, I enjoyed it. A lot of great New Orleans musicians in Treme. The theme song, John Boutte sings the, sings, sings the theme song. Oh, that's a pretty voice. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, that's great. John Boutte, that's another great person to go see when you're in New Orleans, if you go to New Orleans. Um, did I rock your world? Do I rock your world? <laughs> kind of. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he On does. occasion, yeah. I do. Yeah, he less, does. less often now. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you reach a certain age, I mean, not. I mean, less attempts. I'm I'm still my percentage is probably about the same, but uh, the, but the amount of attempts is, goes down as you get older. I think. Well, we also have been married coming up on 18 years, so... What, well, are you bored? But you're my sole supply of rocking. <laughs> I you am. That, I right? am, yeah. No, I, I totally realize that, yeah. 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 You're one of my jobs. So, you went to New Orleans a couple of times. You've been there several times. We I were there at Christmas time. What, what, yeah, would we be, what would you like to go to do in New Orleans if we were there tonight? Well, I know the Funky Butt... And everything butt. was open. Yeah, yeah, right. The Funky Butt's not there anymore, but I did love <laughs> the Funky Butt. I know. a long time ago. But, but no, what I was going to mm. say is, remember the night that we were there and we saw Wynton Marcellus play the trumpet and he was about, well, he was closer than that, fences over there. He was, it was super close. Yes. I mean, to me, yes. that was a really... It was so beautiful. I have never forgotten hear, hearing him. I mean, Virtuoso played the trumpet. That was gorgeous. Yes. So I like that. And I love Tipitinas. Tipitinas is fun. To Patinas is fun. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. lost Ellis Marsalis this year, mm. Winton's father. Um, so, um, <laughs> Charlie says, yes, it's called age, among other things. Um, Thanks, Charlie. So, um, do, you have any, do you have any animal facts for today? <laughs> well, I thought we weren't going to talk about animals today. I thought we were going to talk about hamsters tomorrow. Do you know that there's these sharks that are rapidly evolving? They're they're reef sharks, and they've got front they're front flippers, and then they're they're pelvic flippers, mm -hmm. and they do sort of a walk on their flippers. And they've been evolving. They've been evolving just in the past few years, and they can go from one little um, tide pool to another. 
these these they, sharks. Are they walking over coral? Or they're, or they're walking yeah, they're, sand. They're in the little tide pools, so they're on the corally rocky oh, bits wow, where there's how interesting. little water here and a little water there. Well, you know that sharks are four hundred million years old, so they were on the earth when the dinosaurs were here, and they're sort of. I mean, this is interesting because the thing that I've always heard about sharks is that they're at the top of the evolutionary game, but they're still evolving. Which well, you know, I mean, if you believe in evolution, yeah, if you, if you know, you've got to believe in, in, if you in that. Believe in evolution, yeah. right. You've got to be a scientist. Which we person. do. We both believe in that. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe I've been asked you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't believe in God. Oh my God! I don't believe in you, but oh my God! I do believe in evolution. Yeah, of course. Yes, and I love that these. Yeah, that's cool that the sharks are doing that. But it's interesting because the sea level is rising, so you know there's going to be more ocean for them. They're not actually going to have to. Yeah, those know, the ancient shimmy. sharks are like. <laughs> You young sharks are so dumb. You're yeah. evolving. We don't need to evolve. Yeah, why We're would you waste your energy thing. on that? Well, they but are winning. But they're, small sh- they're small sharks, so they can't they can't go out. Well, the deep sharks will eat the small oh, sharks. Right. Sharks are okay. kind yeah. of assholes that way. Well, yeah, they are, except you guys do know that we're the biggest assholes when it comes to sharks. I mean, humans are so nervous about sharks. You know, what? 11 people a year get, you know, uh, killed or attacked by sharks. Maybe it's killed. And we're killing, you know, 11,000 an hour. I mean, we just are going through sharks like they're, you know, butter. (laughs) Yeah, we are. So there's a little talk here in the comments about uh, the rock and bowl in New Orleans, which is... Where I saw Snooks England. Yeah, England. rock and ball is super fun. And <laughs> Angus is saying dollar beers, great bands and bowling. Well, they do still have great bands and bowling, but as Pat Wilson reminds us, the dollar beer is that was that was a while ago. Yeah, that's a while ago. They and then the beers. other thing is, we were at, in New Orleans for Christmas, and we want we went to the rock and bowl, and our, we took our kid with us, our fifteen year old, who really wanted to bowl, but we had not booked bowling ahead of time. Well, the bowling and there was, was no kind of shut that night. For some reason, they had a they had a, they had no lanes available, even though there were lanes available. But they had no lanes available for some reason. I don't know what the reason. But for. there were people bowling. There were people bowling, but they weren't allowing oh, the, the whole... people who weren't already bowling to oh, bowl. Oh, maybe some yeah, maybe it was a club night, and we were non-club you know bowlers. Yeah. We were just complete amateurs who had to get out. You know, had to rent the shoes, and you know, we didn't I have, have our own balls. I have to say, if I moved to New Orleans, I. And it's hard to say what you would do if you lived in New Orleans, but, but I don't think I would join a bowling league. And then again, as I think about it more, I don't. I really don't know. Maybe I would join a bowling league. Are you a joiner? Well, in New Orleans, I am. <laughs> in New Orleans, I'm definitely a joiner. Yeah. Like if I see a parade, this is the great thing about New Orleans. Most most of the United States, if you go to a parade, you're watching the parade. But in New Orleans, you have the option of being in the parade. Like well, you can go from I'm watching this parade to like. This parade is too good. I'm getting in this parade. Yeah, that's what that's what you have to love about New Orleans is that you yeah, it's a You have the yeah, option to free be in fall. You, yeah, you can be in the parade. Oh, at the Rock and Bowl, oftentimes the bartenders, the women, the female bartenders, they're all female. I don't know how, how that did, happened. How did that happen? I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Um, but uh, they'll get up on the bar and dance and do hula hoops during the show. And in New Orleans, the great thing is in, a, in the rest of America, if you're about to climb up on the bar and start dancing, you need to ask yourself if you're ready to go home, because that's probably what's going to happen. But in New Orleans, if you climb up on top of the bar and start dancing, you got to ask yourself if you're ready to lead this group of people to a better time, because that's what's going to... You're going to become a hero. In New Orleans, a person who's for the first person to think of, I'm getting on the bar right now, is like, yes, how did you not... <laughs> How did you not do that sooner? And then you lead the yeah. You're, then you're in the you're the dance leader. What do you call it when you're the dance? You know, 
the person who's leading the dance. Um, not the man. Not that. Not the man. The <laughs> well, you know, if you're dying, this is being silly because if you're dancing in a couple, the man is the leader. That's the problem we've always had because I don't like to follow. I like no, to freestyle. You don't, like, you don't like the part of dancing where I'm <laughs> I'm sort of saying, this, this is what we're doing. Yeah, no, and you're like, no, yeah. this is what we're doing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. our I dancing like to... is a little bit like arguing kind of. <laughs> well, I, I'm a freestyler. Okay. I'm a freestyler. Though I have to say I have learned how to do the grapevine now that I've been doing my Ryan Heffington thing this morning, though I had a little uh, leg injury happen when I was, you know, doing a grapevine this morning. Oh, right. Or some the... circular, you know, some special move. Me and 4,000 other people. On Ryan yeah. Heffington's... Ryan Heffington Live, um, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> I tried it. I tried it the day before... Uh, well, when, no, when Ryan put his sparkly top on and said, "Okay, now you know, do some um, voguing," you know, you're on the runway. That he lost Jake there. I know that was just the point of reference where I said, "Look, I was going to go do something else," but he didn't lose me. I mean, I, if I was in New Orleans right now, I would put on a sparkly top. I would do that. There is probably you had a, a sparkly, sparkly top. top somewhere in your oh, office. Was, yeah. Yeah. I came in here the other day to steal some of the boas that you have back there because we were doing one of those drive-by birthdays. So we had boas out the side of the window for the 15-year-old girl to make mm. it more festive when you're just driving by and yelling out the window, you know, hey, happy birthday. That's that's a party now. Uh, Charlie says in California, wanting to dance on the bar means you need to once and for all leave the 80s. <laughs> well, I know. California... It's not perfect. It's not perfect. There needs to be more bar dancing here. I have been to Austin 6th Street, and there's all kinds of... Austin 6th Street is fun. I'm not going to badmouth it, but uh, maybe I am going to badmouth it. It's just not quite... It's not quite New Orleans, but I have had some good times in, in, in Pat Austin. Pat has got a video of you and me dancing, and Jen wants to know if anyone else is scared of it. I don't think... We just... What are we doing? We're it's doing... It's not to be um, that scary. We went to see some Zydeco Yeah, on, we were Zydeco-ing. Uh, yeah. On, That's uh, not that scary. Christmas time. Yeah. And, and I promise you, when we Zydeco, it does not look like we're having a bad marital <laughs> it argument. Does, it does look like we're both counting, though. <laughs> 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 you can see us doing some math in our minds yeah. as we're dancing. It's yeah. a little trickier, but... Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, I wish that we were like... You know, our daughter, when she was in the fifth grade, they taught them how to ballroom dance. So she learned... Um, uh, the foxtrot and tango and merengue and salsa and swing dancing and they taught them it because they said it, it, as fifth graders it's right before the boy they get too self-conscious to you know sort of be touching each other and Fanula was really good at merengue because that's the one where you have to be really good at shaking your buttons they call them and Taj the uh, the boy who she danced with is way way shorter than her and watching them on stage in the competition dancing the merengue and shaking their buttons with this very cute uh, disparity in their heights was oh, was sweet. But she really knows how to dance because she learned as a fifth grader. Uh, if mm. we had learned as fifth graders, we our zydeco, you wouldn't be, we wouldn't be counting. We'd just be, you know, shaken. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. I don't mind a little counting with my dancing. Um, Jen shares she she saw SRV at uh, Antones back in the day. Uh, I don't know what SRV is. Do you know what SRV is? I know what an SUV is, <laughs> but I don't think that's what she means. Yeah, no, I don't think she means that. She might let uh, give us a, mm. a, a more of a hint, so then we'll know. Yeah, uh, we're doing our best, but we've really we're trying. To, we're all doing know. our best here. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I look. Jen I've, is unstoppable. No, she's a she's a, yeah. she's a power <laughs> yeah, user. Yeah, she's busy. <laughs> she's yeah, a power I user. see that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, they if they scored them buttons so that they weren't calling them their butts because they thought that that was a bit much. What was funny yeah, well, was... Yeah, well, they were in... They, they were fifth, was it, fifth grade. So the, what is that? They're like 10, 11 years old. But the so. thing that was really sweet was that they actually walked in with their partners. So they all, you know, you know, linked hands and the boy... And they escorted, you know, the boys escorted the girls in, which was super cute. Um, and Fanula and some of her friends had bought white gloves because they thought, you know, we can't actually be touching the flesh of boys. And then, you know, once that they didn't wear the white gloves, they just danced. It was well, oh as God. we've all learned from this, from the Varinus time, it's nice to have the gloves, even if you don't need them. Um, oh, and someone was had a suggestion for masks up here. I think I think it was actually Jen. Um, yeah. Otter blocker masks. So we're. I, I did look up a place where we can order printed masks. So we haven't. We didn't get into that conversation today. But, but I'm on that. Um, Jeff is asking, do I ever do routines from the past in my shows, uh, like ten or twenty years ago, or do I just stay more current? He said he's seen me in Irvine, which I love Irvine. Jeff, I usually, I, I'm usually pretty current. Every once in a while, somebody will shout out something from the crowd. Not a lot, and it's not my favorite thing. If you want me to do something, maybe ask me before, but. I, I try and do the newer stuff because people who've seen the older stuff that aren't so into it, but sometimes people want to hear it. But often the thing that they'll say to suggest that you do it is the punchline that comes at the <laughs> end of it. And so that's really tricky to do a whole long bit where at the end is you they already know the punchline because someone yelled that out. So I could do one of your jokes from 15 years ago. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> the, what, the one where you're, you know, the chicken and you, you know, keep on going for the corn that's on the electric thing. Have I done the punchline? Did well, I Well, it? yeah. Yeah. It's, it's where, God, I can't even remember. It was something, something about, about dating. how you, yeah, you keep making the same mistake with, yeah. with women and, or even relationships with the opposite sex or the same sex, depending on what kind of relationships you're into. But you keep choosing the same thing wrong. You like to think you're with a smart animal that learns from it, from its mistakes, but you're not. You're the dumb animal, gets the electric shock and goes right back like, oh, corn. <laughs> oh, hey, corn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was funny. And is that... <laughs> No, I used to love that, but in your act. Because yeah. when, when I first got together with Jake, he did stuff that was, you know, him uh. as a single guy. And now his act is, you know, married guy and me, I'm in there and so's Fanula and stuff we've done. And, you know, sort of, you know, I mean, I didn't realize when I started dating Jake that, you know, intimate things that I did were going to be, you know, told on stage. But the, the funny one is also the ding dong who's at the, at the, at the door. It's, a, it's with the chicken one. Do you remember who it is? No. It's not going to be... <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you it's Cameron Diaz, but it was oh, a joke that you had dog. about. Yeah, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's never Cameron Diaz. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Now people are doing my bits in the comments. So that's nice. Speaking of Stevie, I don't think that guitar has moved since you started these. Yeah, that's right. It is. It is. <laughs> that guitar is right there. I get it down uh, once a quarter and dust it off. <laughs> I do need to get it out and practice it, but... Let's face it, I'm I never going to be good at the guitar. I practiced the piano the other day, and I got playing this one song that I can... The only piece of music that I liked about to play, it's very restful and pretty. And then I was listening to the soundtrack of Call Me By Your Name, and Jake came home and thought it was me playing the piano. Well, he just walked in the front door. <laughs> Listen, Jen, yes. No, I do know I do know who Stevie Ray Vaughan is. I oh, know. yes, yes. Oh, my okay. God. Come yeah. on, please. I just didn't recognize SRV as the initials. Yeah. But now, of course, I'm going to yeah. try we're not going to... Yeah, we're going as fast as... We're going as well 
well as, as we're doing our best with the comments, aren't we? We're, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're trying to respond. We're reading, to thinking all the on our feet. Want to be. Or Listen, our the other day, my bottoms. friend, my friend Frank said, "You need to do these pre-recorded so you can condense them down and make them more a uh, product." And I was like, "No, people are trapped at home. They want an interaction. You want to feel like I want to feel like I'm not alone. That's why I want to do this live so I can read your comments and go. There's still people alive out there. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's why we're. And doing how it well do we do with someone like Jen, who is you know? Can we keep up? Yeah, well, she had her coffee. We can barely keep up. Yeah, I'm yeah. Have, have a, a sip, sip of that of drink. I made I, you. You so inspired me to get a. I a know. Little, this is a, like a chai tea, but it's that kind of tea where the leaves are chopped up so fine that they dissolve. Oh wow! Good. Yeah. I did not have time to make my tea today because I was on the phone right up until go time with my uh, pal Angus, and we were talking about. Um, well, all kinds of stuff, you know, New Zealand, America. Wow. Bob, is um, that is that Bob Ayers from the other cafe? Oh my God, yeah, it's great to great to see you here. Um, <laughs> Stevie's brother Jimmy is still playing a lot around Austin. Jimmy, I'm assuming that's Jimmy Ray Vaughan. Okay, we <laughs> are going to keep that. it live, Bill, because this is what keeps it real. This is what keeps, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it a real. <laughs> yes, as real as we can. We're keeping it real in the three one zero. Yeah, mm. yeah, we're still in that. We're still in that zip. Yeah, yeah, we're not um, moving. Can I have a try, try the tea, or is it? Oh, you can. Let me give it a little stir a little, because okay. of the... and then I'll go from the opposite side, so you don't get whatever I've got. I've already you, got whatever you you've want. Got. What I've got? Come <laughs> on, you know I you do. I want it so bad. I want, I want what you got so mm. bad. Wow, did you put extra sweetie stuff in that? No, that's the way it. That's the way it wow. comes right out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. bag has lasted me a long time, by the way. It's 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 just every once in a while. But yeah, it's sweet. It's sweet. And mm. Yeah, I'm not usually I'm not usually a sweet tea person. This is the third day in a row without addressing hamsters. I I, I do oh, I do get that. We're going to so get on those hamsters tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be you know woe to go hamsters. Yeah. So. Steve is just saying, big fan, uh, just joined. Once tried to get me to host a VH1 show created years ago after seeing me do my garage sale routine. Yeah, I don't, uh, I remember that routine. I don't remember the VH1 show, but uh, maybe, we, <laughs> maybe we should revisit that. <laughs> I could use a job when this is over, when Varinus is done and we're allowed to leave our houses. That bit, uh, the garage sale routine, is on an HBO special that is available still right now on HBO. If you have HBO and you go to the online on demand, you can watch that uh, bit, I'm pretty sure. Um, I watched a bit of one of Jake's HBO specials before we went out on a date the first time. Yeah, you did. To see, <laughs> just to make sure I was funny in case, in case like, oh, this, is, this well, could be terrible. Well, it was, I mean, it, it makes, it, I mean, I'm not a comedy snob or anything, but when my, you know, when you asked for my number and Denise, you know, said, you know, Jake would like your number, I just thought it might be a good idea to see, make sure that I thought his comedy was really funny because imagine if, you know, you got asked out by SVR, SRV, and then you went to see him and you didn't think that was his music was great oh and then God. you'd be in a really Stevie Ray Vaughan and then you'd be in an embarrassing anyway I watched about five minutes of of your first or your second HBO special I'm like yeah this guy's just, funny just, you can definitely have my number just so you know <laughs> if you watch Stevie Ray Vaughan now and you don't like him we've got a problem <laughs> <laughs> well yeah but, uh, I there's, but there's a lot yeah. of reasons to not date Stevie Ray Vaughan that don't have anything to do with his music I don't know anything about Stevie well, Ray Vaughan well, he's dead now, so you can't. Take, oh, you can't oh. take dead people. 
Um, well, unless you're a very special kind of person and you yeah. want a special kind of relationship, then you're, you know, yes. But um, yeah, but I did check out one of Jake's HBO specials and I thought he was super funny and so we went on a date and uh, yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's talking about tea bags. These are not, oh. it's not tea bags. No, this there's is no tea bag in there. It's took, a powder oh. that you take out and you dissolve it right in. I think it's called matcha tea. And that's uh, because it's ground so so fine that it dissolves in there. That reminds me of that um, comment after Monsters Ball uh, movie where. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, we're wrapping it up, and I, I'm okay. skeptical about a Monsters okay. Ball wrap-up. Okay. Go for it. So it's uh, Halle Berry, and she has sex in it with the guy who's in our, who's in the show. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> and then there was that comment about how awful that was, having to watch him have sex with her, and that would be like... I can't remember who the guy was teabagging Reese with a spoon. I think it's James Earl Jones yes, teabagging <laughs> Reese with a spoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks. I'm, I'm really glad it was teabagging because yeah. someone did say yeah. teabagging. Yeah, teabagging. Yeah, we I bought we bought yeah. it in for landing, and thank you for your help on yeah. that. Yeah, that was a great assist. Teabagging sounds like a real sex thing, but I feel like it's just such a weird. I guess it just happens, but you don't bring it up and go, "Look, do you mind if I?" <laughs> Can we, can we do the yeah, tea Yeah, let's do some now? tea bagging now, yeah. It just seems We can get on to some other things after that, but I'd really like to, yeah. Yeah. yeah it would be great right about now. Um, yes, I do get it. Th sorry, guys. I I know. I said tea bag earlier. I didn't, but <laughs> you made it weird. <laughs> hey, thanks for being here. You're not making it weird. You're making it great. I really appreciate this connection, this part of the day. We both enjoy it. I hope that you enjoy it. We're going to see you tomorrow. It's Thursday, the first day of Virtual Jazz Fest. So I want you to download the WWOZ app and uh, you can get the schedule online. Okay, so I, starts, I guess that is Thursday, right? I guess that, I guess that was not the um, 22nd. That was the 23rd. Huh. Well, you could have fooled me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, what I got right, written down. I mean, we're putting the wrong dates on things and everything. Anyway, this is this next one is the show that came after that show. So um, I think it's the I think it's the twenty fourth. When we get to the third one, which I thought was the twenty fifth, it must not be the twenty fifth. But you know, I can't do everything. I can't keep track of everything. These you just uh, anyway. Thank you for listening. Here's here's the next show from the next thing of the things of all the things that you're listening to while you're listening to things. I'm grateful that you're listening to this thing. Clipped audio will sound bad to my viewers. I know that, <laughs> but uh, that's what—that's a message I just got from the thing, from the machine, from the go live machine. Um, so I'm going to try and hello. Uh, now I'm not joining a Zoom call. I'm on the internet. Hello, hello, uh, Facebookers and uh, YouTubers and Periscopers. I'm trying to just get to where I can see the comments. Uh, oh, and uh, we'll be right there. It's day one of New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. I've been uh, festing in place, as they call it. I've been on the WWOZ um, app. There was a lot of, I, I have to say, if you were trying to get on there this morning, it was a little bit tricky because uh, it wasn't really working for the first 45 no. minutes. And so, um, and so it was frustrating. Hey, Joan. Um, so it was really frustrating on the WWOZ app this morning at first, but uh, it's working now, and I've been, been enjoying listening to the music. Happy Hamster Day. Yeah, Bill, it's Hamster Day. Oh, 
my wife is here. Would you like to come right in? Yeah, it's yeah, my wife. yeah. It's Excuse my, me, let it's, me just. Uh, it's my beautiful get, wife. Hi, <laughs> hello, hello. Just, I just have a quick little sit on his knee on the way by. Oh, that was nice. And um, uh, hi. Yeah. So uh, I was just saying the WWOZ app was not really working so great right at the beginning, but it's uh, it's up to speed now. I've been Thank listening God. to uh, the you... Jazz Fest music today, and uh, it's been it's I've had mixed feelings about it, as with a lot of things with the Varinus time. You know, it's great to hear the New Orleans music that I love, mm -hmm. and it's live recordings from Jazz Fest. Mm -hmm. So I know it sounds like it sounds like when you're there to be in the tent almost. It's it's really great. Tight like. Yeah, but uh, but it's it's almost too too real. It makes me sad that I'm not actually there. Then I look around. I mean, I'm, I I get to be with you. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. But uh, nice recovery there. No, I mean I get it. It's really sad. I mean, you love it. You go every year, and so it's heartbreaking, you know. And then. You're having a little schmidz, 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 yeah. schmut, tiny schmutz of it. Oh, a little schmear. A schmear of it. Well, yeah, no, I, I really yeah, went. I really went hard. I got up. I got up this morning and did uh, Zoom jujitsu <laughs> before I went to New Orleans for Jazz Fest, which is really that's not how we do it. That's not how we do it. No, I'm getting an alert no, you... that I'm on YouTube right now while I'm looking at the thing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I hate Sheila. all the alerts. They're annoying. I want to turn all my alerts off. Um, so, so yeah. So today is, it's been great on WWOZ. I what I was really looking forward to was Ella Fitzgerald and Stevie Wonder, mm -hmm. and, and? Uh, it didn't disappoint. Oh, um, good. You are the sunshine of my life. <laughs> when they sang that. Did, you, played did the you cry a little bit? I, d I did. I cried a little even before that. Yeah. Just because it was just so the, sweet. Yeah. It was just so sweet. Oh, and then um, when Topsy Chapman sang, um, God, what's that song? Wrap Your Troubles in Dreams mm. and Dream Your Troubles Away. That's I could cry right now. <laughs> I could cry right now. If you right want to cry now. right now, please go. I don't know. They will the, be fine if I don't you cry. Know. I know they will be. Because that that will give them permission if they want to have a little you oh know, go you ahead know, have time a little cry. cry. Yeah, I'm just gonna it. I'm just gonna take my silly glasses uh, off yeah. and wipe my eyes because yeah. they did well up a little bit. Oh my god, it was just so uh, it's just so sweet. I mean, that's the great thing about Jazz Fest when I go down there, and and this may not happen to you. I don't guarantee these results for everyone, but uh, I cry at least. I'm down there for a week, and I'll cry at least two three times. Just the joy of being alive and getting to hear that music and eat that food. They got this soft shell crab po' boy that's just, it's like my friend calls it a leg sandwich. It's a whole animal. You eat the whole animal. They just, the crabs shed their shed their skin in the spring or their shell and so they're soft and they catch them and they just boil, deep fry the whole freaking animal and then squirt it with mayonnaise and hot sauce, put it in some bread with some pickles. I like extra pickles. Oh my God, squishy, gooshy. And the lady crabs are different from the man crabs. With the lady crab, you can sometimes get a lot of that uh, gushy egg gutsy thing. So good. I can't believe I'm making myself cry. Wow. And also throw you're up at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I know. You're not making me cry. I mean, yeah. soft shell crabs are delicious. Yeah. But when you describe yeah. the whole thing, it just sounds like cruelty to soft shell crabs, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, I try not to yeah, think about the soft shell crab when I'm eating it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ramon has a, has a PE class, a online PE college class. He's getting an A in it. Yeah. Well, 
Look, you get an A for effort. Online jujitsu, Zoom jitsu. Oh my God! You pretend you got to pretend the other person that you're breaking their arm. You pretend you're breaking their arm, and then you pretend they rolled oh, you over. That's who we should bring down for what it. So Jake is me. I think we told you about this on another show. He's got a weird jujitsu. No, we haven't told you this. Up in our front house, there is a jujitsu dummy that he made to practice on. And when I and it's in the gi and everything. It's got these big heavy rope arms. I mean, it's. I took the. I took the. I changed the. You, I've, I've, we I've should have him down here one day. I'll bring the. Yeah, I'll that, bring the jujitsu down is, here. You, need, you guys need to see him. He's I, he's a work of. Uh, I've modified. Art. I'll be honest with you. I've modified it a couple of times, and they don't use that in class. I don't even really let on to them that I have that. No, you don't. You don't want your jujitsu buddies to see who you're making out with while you're Oh my god! Jujitsu them. It's a tough opponent because it's super flexible and it never taps. It doesn't submit the, the jiu No, and it's dummy. heavy. I mean, those big, you know, rope arms. I mean, they are not, you know. Uh, Rich says, yeah, wonderful good. that we have so much joy in our life. Well, <laughs> I was telling you, I was. First, I cried because Ella Fitzgerald and Stevie Wonder made me so happy. And then Topsy Chapman, wrap your tr- troubles in dreams and dream your troubles away. Oh, oh, made me so happy. I was just emotionally, I was full. And then, and then I went down. Then I went down super hard because I wasn't there. And then two of the people who usually go on the trip were there together at another house in Los Angeles. I won't. That was a little bit naughty. They were distant and they were more in mass. But man, then that then that kind of bummed me out. But anyway, I'm back in business. I've never trained in Aikido. Thank you for asking. <laughs> but uh, I do like the I like the idea of Aikido. Aikido is you use the other person's energy against them, and uh, in theory, that's also part of what you're doing with jujitsu. Is you're, you're, you you let them do what they want, and then you figure out how to get behind them and choke them unconscious, or break or break their arms. Um, I think all fighting is a little bit. You get that what the person, other person, is doing to work against them, don't you? I mean, when you, you well, know, yes, yeah, you try and you, know, you, you duck try from and, their punch. They spin around. You you know, clock them on the way back. I mean, I'm not an expert fighter or anything. I just I've just watched a few yeah. fights on. Yeah, you're right. TV. You're trying to you're trying to get them to do. You do something. Obviously, you know what you're doing. You do something that gets them to do something that they want to do that mm. then you expect because you knew they were going to do that and then bam yeah. you surprise them from the from the blind side yeah I just saw somebody my, get the lipstick my yeah. fighting no, I <laughs> you're saying it's going down yeah it's hey, going have... to be pink next time we're not going to do red I'm going to go for more pink hue I want to do say, I do want to say hi to people who say hi sometimes so Keith hi and uh, Aikido helps me during these stressful times yeah well whatever whatever gets you through the night I think that's another song. Yeah, but, uh, that is another night. Rhonda wants to know if the mirror behind us is new. No, it's been there every single time, Rhonda. And the, the problem is... It just is, depends you know, on where you're sitting. Yeah, where we're sitting. If you get your head yeah, in the way or, yeah. and you don't get the view yeah, of the backside. But right now you can see But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of stand up because I'm wearing my New oh, Orleans yep, outfit. This is what I uh, what I I wore for a long time at Jazz Fest. And then I, I kind of stopped after Katrina. But I was going to bust it out again this year. But we're not there. But I put it on today. And uh, I do want to show you. <laughs> oh my God! Careful! I just got to stand yeah, up. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Jake uh, is—he's a natural when yeah, it comes oh, to modeling. Something's going to break. But uh, yeah, it's a yeah. kilt. Yeah, there's. It's a kilt. And he's got lovely legs that you can't see them, and I, he's I going pr- complete Scotsman. He's, he's not wearing his underpants. No, I am wearing my underpants. Oh, you are. Oh, right that's now. cheating. Oh, when you wear a kilt, you are not supposed to wear undies. Years ago, before no I, gruts. Years ago, before I was married, I was, I was at Chaz Fest one time. And these two, uh, these two young ladies were asking me what I had under my kilt. You know, if and I one had of them a, put her hand up there. They, they 
they they kept trying to peek under there, which I thought was sort of naughty. I mean, if you're a man, I mean, it, and then and then they kind of came up behind me while I was watching music and reached under the kilt and grabbed my underwear and pulled them down. <laughs> And I had to grab on. I, so I'm wrestling oh, yeah, these two ladies to keep your on undies. the ground oh my at God. Jazz Fest to, to fighting to keep my undies. They wanted my underwear so bad. Um, oh, I, I think if they wanted it that bad, you should have given it up. I Well, in, in retrospect, I sort of regretted it. But uh, I'd also worn them the night before. So this is sort of one of my Jazz Fest things. Is I'll, I'll wear don't, don't do yeah, too much information. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they well, were nothing not, terrible happened they the were, night They weren't souvenir undies. Let's just put it like that. You want to give away the clean ones. Yes. Yeah. So what you should do is when you're wearing your kilt, you should have an extra set of, you know, really nice gruts in your bag. And when the ladies come and try to nick them, you just say, you know, here's my souvenir underwear. <laughs> let, let me give you a pair of let me give you a pair of souvenir underwear. Like yeah. it's yeah. like the opposite of Elvis. Elvis used to throw hankies and ladies would throw their underwear up on stage, but I throw I throw my underwear out. That's how I'm that's yeah. how I roll. Yeah. But um, no, no hankies back then. Well, we'll see about that. Those. I'd love to yeah. get famous enough that I could be able to throw away a hundred underpants a show. But if I did that, it would really cut into our retirement. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I think a hundred is a little over. You know, that's a little excessive. Well, that would almost yeah. In some yeah, in would, some yeah. crowds, that would be all. Everybody gets a pair of underwear. <laughs> Oh my that's god! Remember, we were going to mm. do masks. Let's stick to masks first, and then we'll, you know, we'll. Yeah, we, uh, we'll we got to get, get the we got to get okay. the uh, we got to get the masks printed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rhinus masks, otter, yeah. otter protection gear. Yeah. Um, so, no, he does not have a hamster under his kilt. No, no, <laughs> and it's a combat. Tracy says uh, combat kilt. It's not a combat kilt. I don't know if that's a brand. It's but a utility this, kilt. It's utility kilt. U T I L I K I L T. Utility kilt, and they make them up in uh, Seattle. <laughs> Spoiler alert! This is not my only one. Uh, I'm gonna you, be. You have a camo kilt, right? Oh! Oh my God! You're the worst. Oh my! Yeah. You're I the can't worst. Help it. I can't help it. I yeah, mean, no. I really. I've got to get a better edit buzzer. Loose lips yeah, I, sink I, ships. I know. Well, don't have me so on a So this is the kilt. Ship. I'm going to be so. wearing this kilt this weekend, and then second weekend at Jazz Fest, I'm going to be wearing the other kilt. <laughs> and yeah, I'm wrong. It's not yeah, camo. I no. just made that don't up. You said it again. <laughs> You're terrible. But it's not, no, if you're terrible, gone, Muriel. Yeah, no, Muriel. If you'd gone with me, we could have we could have got ourselves out of it. You could have helped me dig my way out of that hole. I don't want to keep going on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <sighs> Let's talk about Ramon. Says he doesn't throw his underwear out. He washes them and wears them again. Oh hmm. wow! Well, Novel idea, Ramon. Suit yourself yeah. to That's, each his own. That is some sustainable eco fashion. <laughs> you've you've got going there. So yeah, nicely I wash, done. I wash my yeah. underwear. I wash my underwear too. Right. Um, Sammy Davis Jr. When he got rich, that was his thing. He never wore a pair of socks twice. That was a, that. It's I, who knows if it's oh, true, but yeah. he would buy socks. He would wear them one time yeah. and then. I'm give not them down away. with that. Well, it's sort of it's sort of it's sort of terrible. I remember uh, one of the guys on Russell's tour. Please don't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay. god! Uh, one of the guys on Russell's tour had a thing. We were gone for uh, it was six weeks, and he would buy, he would buy cheap underwear like. So six weeks, however, however many nights that is, 45 nights, he bought 45 anything. pairs of underwear and just wore a pair every day and then threw them away. He never, he didn't wash them. Ooh. And he was a big dude, so those were some big underwear. Like, I don't yeah. know, if you sold That's all those... That's not kind to the planet. If you sold those 45 pair of underwear together, you could probably make a sale. And There is a whole book called Where Do My Underpants Come From? Because this mm. uh, person was so, like, how can all my underpants be so cheap and so they went to China to see where all the underpants get made and why they are so incredibly cheap and why you could buy you know a 10 pack and yeah. throw them away but we, we, sh we don't want to do that because China is awesome <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah yeah China is awesome 
uh, wherever the I'm underpants uh, factories are. Yeah, I'm just zooming in on us awesome. a little bit to see if I can get a little tighter shot. As right. you know, I'm really a yeah. Don't lose the cinema, mirror though, because you can see how bad. Yeah, yeah whoever's doing that. my hair, man, um, it's just only good in the front, and the back is terrible. So I'm going to have to have a word with my um, hair and makeup lady. Oh, Scott's saying there's room for a 12 pack of Abitas in the kilt. No, there's not actually. There's two big pockets. You probably get you probably get two beers in each pocket. Mm. Um, but uh, it'd be it'd be tricky. But it, you definitely can get a beer in a pocket of these. You want to you want to wear shorts or pants to jazz fest that that'll hold a beer in the pocket. That's a kind of a nice that way you can that way you can dance and have your beer in the pocket. Although they do sell those cup things with go around your neck so you can put your yeah. I, I think that makes you look like a big baby. Actually, I think it'd be better to have one of those really you know kind of cool new fanny pack things that you know you could wear them like a you know that way the uh, crossover one. David says six times seven is forty-two. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the answer, David, but I was I was in lockdown. Well, I do I'd get that, David, but I was going things. by I was going by a month is four weeks, and that's thirty days, and then half a month is fifteen days, so that's forty-five. That's how I was doing my calculation, but I get what you're saying. Okay, math. I'm only off by I'm mm. only off by <laughs> you forgot about the travel days, bro. Um, <laughs> Underpants Factory is a great title for my next special. Yeah, no kidding. I would love. I'd. I'd love to make. I'd love to make Underpants Factory. <laughs> all I need. All I need is uh, somebody to put the put the money up. Where's the money for my Underpants Factory? That's. There's my short. There's my short-term government loan. Yeah, yeah we could do it factory. right here. We could have a cottage industry of. Uh, we could do underpants. Um, Meundies, you know, Fanula's got a project right now. She's supposed to be making masks. That not happening. Imagine if I told her we're we're pivoting from masks to uh, men's underpants. Um, I don't think she'd like that. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. No, I no. don't think so. I don't think so. No. Um, so what were we going to? Oh, we have to tell the hamster story. Oh, today. right. So we I was going to tell the hamster no story. Not telling the hamster story. Okay. <sighs> Who's going to start? Well, I did look up some hamster facts. Mm. We're not going to start with our hamster, okay? We're going to go. We're going to go. I'm going to tell the story of my of our hamster, and then I'm going to tell you some <laughs> facts about hamsters that I didn't realize. Because when I was looking up about hamsters, at first it said hamsters are illegal in California, which I didn't. Oh no! It's one. It's one type of hamster. Oh okay. Um, and I, I think it's Chinese hamsters are illegal in California. China, the China, the Chinese that, China hamster. That's what um, we had. We had a Chinese hamster. Well, no, I, a lot of the most a lot of the hamsters come from Syria and uh, Afghanistan and that part of the Middle oh. East country. So right. I think our hamster came from around there. Oh, snowflake! Um, what a sweetie. So, oh man, boy, I'm sitting right on the arm of this chair. Mm, do you want to swap seats? I think I've got a better um, bottom. Tough, for tough that on the saddle. Tough on the taint. Yeah, I could um, do it. No, I'm okay. All right, good. So. I don't really want to sit on it. So we had this pet hamster, and I'm telling you the hamster story, and this is a bit that you can get on my, uh, what's the name of the special? Pictures of my dinner special, when when you see me. It's on DVD, but I've, I've got to find another place to sell it digitally. But uh, so, so this hamster story, we had the pet hamster, and I'm on the road. I call home, and I, I ask Belinda, my wife, her, Moi. How, how things are going. She says, we're having a tough day. This is going to be weird for you because you're just sitting here listening to the story. Well, why don't I tell my side of it? Because you've got it wrong. I wasn't at home. I was at the vets. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens oftentimes in on the radio when you, when you go on the radio and you're on the road and they go, can we give us a setup for your story? And then you tell them the story and then they interrupt you with things. Yeah, so I call home and I say, you, how's you, it going? You go. And you say, I'm having a tough day. I had to take the hamster to the vet. But you're saying... 
I, I was at the vet with a hamster, which undermines my ability to tell the story. But it, if I had said it that way in the first place, we would have been fine. So just... Okay, you tell your bit and I'll chime in with bits as, as they're needed. Could you raise your hand? No, probably not. But then I want to tell a funny story about <laughs> what my dad honest. and his third wife did. Remember when they were telling stories? Uh, yeah. 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 It was pretty terrible. But you go, and then I'll I'll um, jump in if I need to. And I might raise my hand. I might not. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, there's, okay. Now okay. there's there's arguments are going on in here <laughs> about the underpants, overpants, overpants. So, I like the idea. Right. Of that. So, so I call home. How's it going? I ask. Belinda, she says, we're having a tough day, had to take the hamster to the vet. And I say, to the audience that I say, that that's something that probably wouldn't have happened if I had been home, because, you know, I, I don't think you take the hamster to the vet. And then I say, as I'm saying right now, <laughs> I why don't, don't think I have to say it. Why don't you take the hamster to the vet? <laughs> <laughs> Let me back up, in case you're not familiar with hamsters. <laughs> they cost $20. So or ten, or, well, or ten, right? And yeah. so, so it's weird to take the hamster to the vet. It would be like if you took a big lighter into the shop and said, "This thing doesn't. I can't get this lighter to work. Can you fix it? I mean, it still has juice in it, but I can't get the lighter to work." The guy would look at you like, "What are you talking about?" <clears throat> so, but forget about that. The hamster's been to the vet. That's already happened. There's not a damn thing I can do about it. It's in the past. It's in, it's history. Hamster's been to the vet. So. So I say, uh, w w what happened then? I don't say, why the hell did you take the hamster to the vet? Because the hamster's already been to the vet. That's one of the secrets of marriage, is you don't ask that question. Because there's nothing you can do about it. And Belinda said, well, the vet... The vet gave, uh, gave us antibiotics. And, uh, and then... Because the hamster has... A urinary tract infection, and then, and then, but but somewhere in there, Fanula wants to talk on the. Well, she wants to tell me the story, so she says, "Daddy went to the vet, and the vet guy gave us snowflake sick some antibiotics, and uh, because um, because she might have a urinary tract infection." And I said, "Well, how do you know that?" And Fanula says, "Because her vagina is inflamed." And yeah. then I said, "I am sad an inflamed vagina." Could you please That's over at the vet. put your mom back on? <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want to talk about an inflamed vagina with my daughter, and uh, this is a great this is a great bit for corporate gigs. They love you have to really just kind of go right over this part of the story, but it's it's a kid it's a kid thing. So then Belinda gets on the phone and says, "Yeah, they gave us antibiotics, and we really hope that those work, because if they don't work, it could mean that the hamster needs an operation, and the operation could cost two hundred dollars." It would be a hysterectomy, FYI. Should have to have a, the hamster would have to have a hysterectomy, and it would cost 200 bucks. Thanks. If you're not familiar <laughs> with lady hamsters. And, yeah. uh, and, then, and then let me tell you the quick difference between you and I, I say to the audience, is when I heard that, I was not allowed to laugh. Because sometimes the audience laughs when you tell them the hamster would need an operation. I go, I have to. I'm on a serious phone call about a hamster who needs an operation, so I have to go, oh, my God. And then she says, and it costs $200. I have to go, oh, my God. And then she tells me, but obviously we're not going to get a $200 operation on the hamster. Yeah, I have to walk out of the room so that the Fanula doesn't hear me because obviously to her, we would spend you know $2 million to save Snowflake's life if it came down to it because this is her precious hamster. Yeah, and so... <laughs>
<laughs> we waited two weeks for this. Kai's I'm coming over with a lighter. Yeah, well, look, Bill, I can't, I can't really. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that means you you want an encore of the hamster story, but it's not over yet. So, I have to wait for the credit card bill to come in because I'm curious what does it cost to take the hamster to the vet and get antibiotics, and it costs a hundred and eighty dollars for that. So, or a hundred and sixty dollars. I remember it was 160 because hamsters cost $20. So the price of taking the hamster to the vet and getting antibiotics is eight hamsters. Eight times 20 is 160. I'm pretty sure I did my math there right then. Um, so how could the life of a hamster be worth eight hamsters? Well, it's because it's it's because you can't put a price on love, and that's how much you love your daughter. So I so hope that was, that was worth it. But so that's the your, that there's your hamster story. For us, was that Jake was thinking that I was really seriously going to get the hamster, you know, this $200 hysterectomy. And I was like, no, I'm not getting the hamster a $200 hysterectomy. And because, of course, everyone is saying, just go to the store and buy a new hamster. You know, she won't know it's not so snowflake. But the thing was, when I'm at the vet with the hamster, I mean, I'm saying to the people uh -huh. at the vet, which is, makes you very unpopular, like, this is a useless pet. You do not get enough bang oh. for your buck with the hamster. They don't want to... They don't want to hear it about how this, well, no, this because, pet is you know, not very we good. We had had a dog, you know, so the thing is, you know, we were, I was a dog person, so, you know, dogs, that that's a pet you get a lot of bang for your buck for, I feel like, and I feel like the hamster, you know, whirls around in the cage and it's, you know, little whirly gig, and it has some weird habits of hamster, remember, because she'd, in her little wheel, she'd poo in there, she'd have her food in there, you know, because they oh, fill everything up. Oh, she'd fill up her whole face. <laughs> she <laughs> she would, <laughs> they, they store stuff in their face, hamsters, so they can pick, they can get, like, Almost the size of their body can fill up their their cheek area, so the hamster can, and she'll just fill it up with food and litter and whatever's in poo. the cage, and poo, and then go for a jog in the wheel. It's they're a ridiculous. <laughs> and you're looking pet. at her doing that. And you're like, why, really? You know, it's mm. like the smorgasbord of everything. It's my baño. It's my dining room. It's where I sleep. And yeah. you know, but we actually we have a grave site over in the corner of the of mm. the garden where Snowflake is buried, and we used to have a very sweet stone that had a yeah. The hamster on. passed away. Ron is. Like is the hamster like? No. Hamsters, let me tell you this about hamsters. Also, they live two years. Yeah, useless. So this this was kind of in the middle, past past the one year point of the hamster. I mean, you're lucky if you get a hamster that lasts three years. Maybe she lasted two and a half years. Some people don't even get the hamster out of the car when they get home. You know, they have these tiny little pocket ones. And there are people who, on the way from the pet store to their house, the hamster just gets lost in the car. They never find it again. And they're very and they're very territorial hamsters. They're lone they're lone animals. So if you have two male hamsters, probably two females together too, they'll just attack each other and fight and try and kill each other. Oh, and they're completely nasty. promiscuous too. Any a male hamster, if it goes down in a burrow where there's a female hamster, it will breed with that hamster. Unless that hamster's already been bred with, because then once a female hamster has been bred once she's impregnated? They form a copulatory plug. Bummer. That prevents them from having sex with other man hamsters. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. So it's Apparently, like a chastity belt. Of well, hamsters? Sort of. Not of really, hamsters. because no, yeah, no. Yeah, she makes her own one where she says, hey, I've done the business. I don't need any of your business, thank you. That's, you know, do you know that in a woman's body... Or no, no. If a, if a if a woman no, it's actually this is a sperm story. If oh, if great. a woman has had sex with someone who's not her usual partner, when the other when she has sex with the other partner, the sperm will go will tell the other guys guys to get out of there. 
they're very territorial apparently men's spermies and they'll yeah tell the other guys like this is not your yeah vagina this is my vagina like get the hell out of here which sperm are the dominant ones the new ones or the ones no no the ones the ones that are normally there this sounds like some (laughs) right wing anti-abortion rape solution propaganda oh yeah no 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 I actually got this from a really good source but it's a very very good friend of mine I'm not going to say her name out loud it's not you Rhonda it's not you let me just ask one (laughs) question yeah yep is it a doctor? <laughs> no, no, she's not okay. a doctor. Yeah. No, she's uh, not a doctor. Right. All right. But, yeah. Uh, no further questions. Okay, thank you. You, you rest your case? Yeah. Okay, tell us what else you know about hamsters. Copulatory plug. The copulatory oh, plug, that was really the big news. Mm. And, the, and that they'll fight. Like, people think they're going to get a second hamster to keep the first hamster com- company, and they wind up with a homicide. Oh, on yeah. their hands. Yeah, yeah, a bad hamster. That's like, we have a bunny now. We have Gypsy, and she's super sweet. But everyone has said, unless you get a brother and a sister bunny and you have them together from when they're young, you don't introduce another bunny when you've got a bunny because it ends it ends in... Yeah, bunnies... Not can, just tears, you know, it ends in shredded murder, fur and blood murder, everywhere. And, murder. Yeah, a, yeah, can you imagine a bunny homicide? Oh, that would be yucky. A uh, bunicide? I try not to. <sighs> Although I hear bunny fights. If you Google bunny fights, that's... They're, they're ferocious. I don't know if and you've ever... The noise is not good. The squealing. No, because normally they're super quiet, and then yeah. you're surprised when they find, when they make noises. It's very freaky. Yeah. Um, so like Jen, me. <laughs> so quiet and then when I make noises. Jen is checking in. She says, please to find out robo-hamsters robo live about six months. Then if one dies, the other one eats it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Your daughter is scarred. I bet... Are robos the little ones? Are those the... Um, I called them pocket hamsters, but I think I was making that up. I think the little tiny ones are also supposed to be a little more bitey towards yeah. the... Yeah, we lost Snowflake once for a night, and we um, ended, she ended up in a, uh, a really expensive <laughs> Turkish towel that we had. She just basically chewed enormous We got a few towels holes that, that hamster it. modified. Yeah. Female, now, Laura, thank you. This is... Where have you been my whole life? Uh, female hamsters... I mean, I'm not, not, not about that, but <laughs> yeah, just about... Is, I love your comment. Good, female hamsters are also only receptive one day out of four. Mm. I worked one day out of four... Well, days, that's still a pretty days. good turnaround. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I worked with hamster reproduction in grad school and now know way more than uh, anime needs to, anyone, anyone needs, needs to know about hamster sex. Well, mm. yeah, you know more than me, but who knew that it would come in so so handy today on day one of festing in place? Well, I have to say, you know, we've got otters that are, the male is biting the female's face to hold her in place and that she can end up dead at the end of sex. And now we've got the hamsters with a copulatory plug. You guys are getting some great information for free on our, you know, little nature Yeah, show. you just have to do a little bit you of know, Googling and um, you can really find out stuff. Rhino horns, agglutinated fingernails. We, had, we did that one. Glutinated hair. Oh, glutinated hair, like fingernails. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah. So, lucky you're here. So, luckily, we've come to the end of today's show almost. Um, mm. I, have, I have one more thing, and then I have something saved for tomorrow. So, that's that's great news. And we're not going to preview it, right? No. Oh, my I've, God. I've got the yeah. puzzle. I brought in the puzzle that we're going to be doing. We're going to be setting this up on our giant Viking dinner table. This is the puzzle. It's a. Uh, 3,000 3,000, and it's a marine wildlife puzzle. Let's, let's see what's on there. There's a lot there's, of blue in it. There's it's got dolphins, a there's a ton of fish, coral Clown reef. Fish. I think that this is probably better than a trip to the Great Barrier Reef. You're going to see more yeah. colorful wildlife. These days you are, because the Great Barrier Reef is having another bleaching event. So yeah, this is what it mm. used to... This was the Great Barrier... This is pre-Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So now don't the, do this puzzle and then go to the Barrier Reef because then you'd be really disappointed. Now the Great Barrier Reef looks like a porn star's anus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just thought that would be a good joke for you. <laughs> you, you do love a good <laughs> anal bleaching story. Uh, well, um, I do. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I saw one of those. I, and it wasn't in a... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. No, I was kind of like, what happened to that lady? Where do, you, where do you go that you've seen one of those? So Were you I, watching porn? Or, no, 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 or? I don't watch porn. I can't watch that stuff. It's I find it ridiculous. But we, um, so I was uh, uh, in the Actors Gang troupe, Tim Robbins's uh, theatre company over there in Hollywood, and they did this play, was it called Steel Town? And God, I mean, I found it kind of hard to watch, but there were subscribers, you know, to the theatre who were there, old ladies who were getting up and leaving. So there were four characters, two men, two women, and at one point, you know, they're in a daisy chain on stage. I mean, it was insane how much sex they were having. But when the porn star had all her business, you know, presenting to the audience, I was like, what? Wait, there was a porn star in the actual... Yeah, there was one porn star and there was one actress and then there were two actors. And there was a lot of sex in this play, which is, I think, why a porn star got cast. And then, you know... Porn stars are also acting. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're acting, they're acting, you know. Let's not... uh, Yeah. Let's not not besmirch (laughs) porn stars, if you don't mind. Um, Right. Anyway, when, when her business was to the audience, I was a little shocked at, you know, yeah, the... So the bleach, I've, the bleach job. Oh, are we going to preview what's yeah, on tomorrow? I'm previewing, I'm previewing festing in place. I say we, walk, I say as we walk out, just light a rag and throw it over your shoulder. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you feel like feel like this was a win? I think this was a great, uh, great episode. Shits and giggles. Do you ever hide several pieces of puzzle and see what hap- what the people putting it together do? No, but that's a great idea. That's a pro puzzle tip. At the beginning, you just put a couple of the pieces in your pocket so that you can be the person to put the last piece in. But it doesn't really work if both people are doing it. Well, it could. Ready for Matthew Barney? I went and saw Rivers of Fundament. Yeah, look, we don't. let's not start a whole new thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. Okay. What do we have All tomorrow? Right. Let's see what we've got tomorrow. You tell me. Well, starting Aaron Neville in the Gospel Tent is going to start the day tomorrow on WWOZ Festing in Place. Uh, 11 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. in California, Aaron Neville, gospel, a gospel set. Then Diane Reeves, that's going to be great. Uh, Luther, Tent, Luther Kent is going to be tomorrow. And Snooks Eaglin, his set is around, uh, um, what does it look like, 1 or 11 here. Maybe I'd, I'd, I'd get on there by 10.30 to catch Luther Kent or 10, 10, 10.30. Luther Kent, Snooks Eaglin, that's going to be a back-to-back killer. Dirty Dozen is playing tomorrow. Uh, Ellis Marsalis just passed away. Little Queenie passed away last year at towards the end of the day. And Irma Thomas ending Soul Queen of New Orleans. Irma Thomas, um, Time is on My Side. That was her song mm. before the Rolling Stones took that song. Mm. She's playing the end of day tomorrow at, on Jazz Fest. So... Uh, so that so tomorrow's going to be a great day. Today there's still Jazz Fest happening today. So you get over there. Uh, you got time for some Tab Benoit, who's a great uh, Southern blues uh, swamp, swampy rock, and then Fats Domino's end of the day today uh, on WWOZ. So that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. I cheered myself up. You cheered me up. You guys cheered me up. Thanks for spending the uh, a little bit of your afternoon with us. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit is a lot sometimes, isn't it? 
<laughs> well, we covered quite a lot of ground today, I think. See you tomorrow, 3 yeah. o'clock. You can retweet or like her, subscribe to Look, things. Look, I gotta say, I'm pretty them. sure that that, that yeah, was actually like on the 23rd, not the 24th, because I'm talking about things that are happening on the 23rd, about things that are about to happen on the 24th. So I'm trying to get these dates right. And, and this next one, then, I think is from April 24th that I'm going to play right now. And uh, I just want to remind you, if you're listening to this uh, anytime around the beginning of May 2020, you can listen to all of those sets that I'm talking about archived on WWOZ. I think it's WWOZ.org. But uh, if if you're interested, if you're not interested, I don't know how you made it this far. All right. Here's the uh, here's the here's April. I'm pretty sure this is April 24th show, but uh, time Time, time, time is on our side, but it's a little bit confusing. All right, good luck. Keep going. It's just a half hour more in this episode. Hmm, I got today's list of what I've been listening to. Hmm. Oh, here we are. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. I don't know where my wife is right now. I did give her a little bit of a warning that this was going to be happening, but it seems like that uh, she hasn't come in here yet. Uh, I mean, it seems like that to me. <laughs> I suppose it seems like that to you also, because you can't see her. And I'm just scrolling down to see if I can get the live feed thing to get um, ready. Oh, here we go. Oh, there you are. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. I was Hi. worried. Oh, yes. I just was having a discussion about fashion. Rachel is, and, Rachel's watching me. Um, uh, things with Fanula. We were talking about ethical fashion. And, ethical fashion? Yeah. Is there such what's a thing? Got, what's, <laughs> what's that got to do with today? Um... Well, you feel like you're not ethical enough. Oh no, I feel like I'm pretty ethical. I mean, let's yeah, you're doing a good job. Second hand, second hand. Yeah, pre-owned, pre-loved, pre-worn by someone else. Hopefully, many times. So, oh, you know, there was a really interesting thing with the zero waste lady today. So her thing is, who's the zero waste lady? So is she, it you? No, I'm not. This, I mean, I try to be, you know, as low down on the waste as right. possible. But she, her thing is. They have a zero waste home, mm. and so they spend all day, you know, shopping. You know, they buy their bread, their cheese, everything. You know, gets wrapped in paper that they take, or they don't take any packaging. And they don't she, usually, I thought they didn't let you do that. Well, you find the stores where you can do it, and where you can buy in bulk, and where you can buy in bulk, you can take your own bag. And she's, you know, they travel all over the world doing it, and I think they've got two kids. I mean, it's their whole lives. But they, um, she had a thing yesterday, you know, the eco-friendly choice when you're shopping is, you know, to not buy anything because it's out on the planet. But I was looking at her Instagram today and there was a thing where she's wearing her lace undies. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Well, she was talking about, she said everything else she bought was, I like your style. Yeah, just, just throw toss the, spoon the teaspoon down. on the, yeah, it's your offer. Yeah, you can do whatever. I'm the one who does the time. Your kingdom, you can do whatever you want out here. Anyway, she said, you know, I, everything else I wear is secondhand, so why not my bras and underpants? And Ooh. so she, now, but as she said, like if you go into a really nice store and there are bras and underpants in there, women will have tried that stuff on to see if they like how it looks and if it, you know, is going to do what they want it to do in the boudoir and she said so you're going to wash that stuff and she said she was slightly skeeved out in the beginning but you uh. know she's in this really sexy bra and you know 
um, underpants, black, lacy thing, and it was, you know, secondhand, and there she was. Wow. Yeah, I was... Secondhand underpants. Yeah, I was... Yeah. That's going to that's gonna, that's gonna be... That's secondhand t- undies. That's my next album right there, secondhand yeah. underpants. Yeah, not underpants factory, or where do my underpants come from? Secondhand so, undies. So it's uh, day two of Jazz Fest in place. Cheers. I'm wearing my funky butt t-shirt, just oh, for you. Oh, the funky I, butt. I wanted to show the back. I can't remember what it says, but maybe you can read it. People can look. Well, it's got a lovely butt on it, and it said, it's tight, it's cozy, it's tucked away, funky butt, New Orleans. Yeah, tight, oh, cozy, yeah. tucked, tucked away. away. Yeah. Um, now defunct. The funky butt is yeah. now defunct. But yeah. uh, what a place. We saw some great shows there. We saw Wynton Marsalis, and I was trying to remember the, the young man's name. He's not such a young man now. He's 39 years old. But Maurice Brown played with him. Uh, amazing. Maurice Mo Better Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter and go listen to him play the trumpet. But uh, he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they... Oh, my God. And hearing Wynton Marcellus. I mean, I was saying it on the show the other day that, yeah, it was a... It was one of those religious experiences. Well, not religious. I'm not religious. But it was one of those sort of very spiritual... Took over like, your emotions. It really did. I was like, oh, my God, I'm having an out-of-body. This is so incredible uh, experience. So... Yes. By that, mm-hmm. so that night we saw Wynton Marsalis. I had been on the Tonight Show in the early days of Jay Leno taking over when Branford Marsalis was the band leader on the show. Mm. And then uh, I've seen Ellis Marsalis in New Orleans a number of times, and his other son Jason, who's a drummer. Ellis has passed away uh, just this just this year with with the Corona. I don't know if it was of the Corona, um, but his set today at the Jazz Fest in place. WWOZ. Look, I don't know if you've downloaded this WWOZ app and have been listening to these past recordings of Jazz Fest, but man, today, Barnburn, I hate to I hate to have it off right now because Little Queenie is is playing right now. She passed away last year. Little Queenie puts on a great show at Jazz Fest. And uh, I wouldn't blame you if you quit doing this or if you were doing that at the same time as you were doing this. I can't do that because then we would hear that and this and and YouTube he's not a would, very good multitasker. YouTube would freak out if you try yeah. and do two things at once. They say ladies are better multitaskers, but they actually really say none of us are that as good as multitasking as we think we are, so we should all stop it and just concentrate on the one thing that we're doing mm. and doing it well. And that's what you're trying to do. That is what I'm trying you're to do. You're reading and... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to read a lot of things. Brandon yeah. Brooks, yeah. Jake and Belinda from... Aotearoa. Aotearoa. How about that? Aww. Yeah, hey, so Brandon. Nice. How's it's it going? It's telling me all the names of the people yeah. who are watching. It didn't do that before, but now it, now it is doing. Hi, oh. jo- hi Joan. Yeah, this um, is... Yeah, so listen. This uh, Theolonis Monk Straight No Tracer is the best. Oh, you got a YouTube link in the in the comments if you mm. want to go check Uma. that out. Thank you, Uma. You are but, good. My God. Today, today, mm-hmm. Jazz Fest started off with Aaron Neville Aww. in the gospel tent. Oh, Nice. He got me right off oh. the bat. You know what his first song was? You're crying already. I know. Mm, sweet. What was it? Not traditionally thought of as a gospel song. Mm-hmm. Stand by me. Ah. Oh. oh yeah. No, I think that's pretty. Yeah, that would get me right in the heartstrings. Stand by me right now. Oh my god. Oh. Music I was, right now. <laughs> oh, I I tipped right over nine o'clock this morning. Aaron Neville, Stand by Me. Then, you know what he went into? Number two song? I don't. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Mm. Oh, that shit fucked me up. If I'm, 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 Normally I'm trying not to swear, but oh my God, it was so great. And he ended with uh, 
Change is going to come. Oh. Yeah, which we oh. played at our wedding. We did play it. Change is going to come before I came down the aisle, or as I came down the aisle. Well, yeah. It wasn't really an aisle. We got married on the beach, so I was, you know, walking in the sand. But sand aisle. Yeah. So I, I just got a this lineup today was. It, it just, it really got to my, I got my magnifying glasses, this is how old I am. Oh my God. I couldn't God. get the printers. <laughs> You've got the wrong glasses. Diane Reeves was great. Wayne Toops played some Zydeco music. That mm -hmm. was terrific. Luther Kent. Ah. Mm. Uh, he, he, he says, I don't want it all. I just want a little bit. A teeny <laughs> weeny bit, a eeny weeny bit of your love. Wow. <clears throat> That was good. And then a little bit Snooks, sometimes goes a long way. Snooks Eaglin from the uh, Rock and Bowl. I was wearing his uh, shirt the other day. Snooks it, it also passed away, but this this set from 1986. Oh my God! It was so it was so great. Um, what did he say? Oh God! I can't. I haven't got that. <laughs> he's telling me he's going. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Oh yes. Are you having a good time? And then, he's, <laughs> and then the crowd goes nuts, and he goes, "Are you sure?" I gotta start doing that in my shows. Mm. Um, so, yeah, CJ, you're, you're very welcome. It's our pleasure to be doing these shows, but it's nice that you're saying that. I can't wait to come back to Columbus. Um, and then I just listened to Marva Wright's set. Holy crap. She sang, I Will Survive. I Will Survive. Mm -hmm. It was the angriest, most aggressive, powerful beginning of I Will Survive that I've ever heard. I think I needed to hear that today. Oh, it was so good. Mm. So good. Yeah, so I'm just a little... I'm a, I'm verklempt. You are. Yeah. You are. I, it was such got a good little, day. He's got, yeah, I had tears. to go for a bike ride to my coffee place in my kilt just to just to go see my friend and have my, have a little treat. He, he gets these... Uh, um, what do you, What's that Italian flavor that I, that I like. Oh my God, this is so <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't help you. An Italian flavor that you ice like. Ice cream. Dolce de leche. Guess these oh. dolce, le dolce de leche donuts. Oh. And so I go <laughs> and I go. I'm not a donut lady, so he's I, looking at me for confirmation and or nobody, backup. And no, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you're on your own with the donuts. During Sorry. the Varinas, people aren't buying all the dolce de leche donuts. So I get in there a lot of times and he just gives it to me. He goes, that's a day old one. I go, you mean all these are mine now? <laughs> so, man, I got the hookup for the Doce de Leche Donut Donuts. Heaven. Head mm. over to local. Mm. Ask Kuman for the Jake special. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a, it's been a great day. Um, right now, I, like I said, I'm missing little Queenie. If, if I could, I wish I could play that Marva Wright set for you. She also sang At Last. Just so powerful, so strong. Marva Wright, so strong. Yeah. You need some powerful stuff right now. I heard a really, I got sent a really great song um, that, that we could put in the comments afterwards for everyone to listen to a song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you can go in the, yeah. You can go in the comments too. <laughs> Oh. I could write a comment right now. Scott, Scott he, also heard uh, Aaron. Yeah, oh. that was that was strong this morning, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, so everyone's having a little bit of a weep. Every well, and that's happy good. Happy tears. These are happy tears. I'm trying to I'm trying to cry the happy tears. Powerful. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say when I wake up in the morning. I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm just going to go. I'm still here. I don't know why I'm mad at myself when I say that. But that's what I'm going to say. Well, for saying. emphasis, you've got I'm a little bit here. of, you know... I'm you know, still here. Oh, they a little tried bit to of wash us emphasis. away. John Boutte, they played a little bit of John Boutte singing mm -hmm. Louisiana. Mm -hmm. The song about the oh, yeah. uh, Hurricane 19, whatever, it's a Randy Newman song. But mm -hmm. uh, they tried to wash us away. They tried. 
but they didn't wash us away. We're still here. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got a whole weekend of Jazz Fest coming up. The all day Saturday, all day Sunday. We're not going to be here, uh, but we'll be back on Monday. You'll be full-time jazz festing well, all weekend. Full-time jazz I'm going to be a jazz fest widow, you know, as he wa- wanders around the yard. What I want to what I want to do for next weekend is try and set up a Zoom call for for next week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. where if you're listening to this and you want to talk, you want to get together and talk about how great jazz fest was, we could get on Zoom and all talk to each other about it. Oh, man, I would love that. I'd love it if we could do that now. I mean, I know we could, but it, it would. It, this is already difficult, right? You're not getting to talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine just watching you have a little weep and talk about New Orleans. No, I was actually imagining that maybe you're going to go up to the, you know, uh, stay up there this weekend and just jazz fest it, you know, all, all weekend long. But I don't know what hours it's till. And it's no, probably, it's, it's probably just be during in, the day. It's, yeah, it's and you'll probably nine. be in um, competition with Fanula because she probably needs some space from us and so wants yeah. to. It's 9 to 5 be. in California, 11 to 7 mm. in New Orleans oh, okay. Central Time. Uh, but uh, you know, I've got my own music, so I could go into nighttime. I can start doing nighttime shows for myself. <laughs> <laughs> what I need is a disco ball. Oh, does, can you see the? Can you see the Santa back there? I don't know if he's visible. My friend Mary Jo, who I go to New Orleans with every year, gave me the Santa. Um, so I started listening to um, Nick Cave. Was it called Bad Seed TV? He was doing a twenty-four hour Bad uh, Seed TV. Bad Seed Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yes, I know, but is he doing that right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a twenty-four hours, and it's just him. All t- yeah, twenty-four hours, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, we I feel saw like him a at half the f- hour. Half hours. We, when we get a half hour, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't th- yeah, we could not do a twenty-four hour show. I had someone yesterday saying, "Hey, you guys could go for an hour." I'm like, "I think I think we're a half hour show. We're a comedy." We're just a half hour. I mean, we haven't really gone for any drama yet, have we? No. Not really. We haven't no. had a fight or anything in front of you. We've, you know, kept it pretty... Uh, you no, know. we're really doing good. Yeah. I feel like I got a little, I got <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a runny nose now from my... Uh, oh, yeah. From I was the, just well, checking tomorrow's... Uh, that's what happens oh when you God, cry. Where'd my, where'd my hanky go? Here it is. Yeah. Uh, you talk Excuse him, everybody, while he just, yeah, goes down there. He's got a utility kilt on, but he did not have the hanky in the pocket. He no, had a, I had, he had it out. resting on some I had it muddy because I did the I did the hanky work before the show started today. But uh, you know, I got myself Stand so emotional. Down there some Mardi Gras beads. I got myself so emotional. Yeah, you better be um, careful of that. You're like, uh, yeah. you know, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> Our preparation is <laughs> obvious. Well, look. Yeah. I believe it or not, I am doing a slight amount of prep preparation. Um, uh, Cassandra Wilson Sankofa. Oh boy, a lot, of, a lot of YouTube links down here in the uh, in the comments. If you're if you if you're looking for something to do after this, you're going to be busy. You, yeah. Um, oh, jazz fest. Some Flavia jazz fest is not just all jazz. Uh, there, there's jazz, blues, Luther Kansas blues, Marva Wright, soul, 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 baby. Um, so tomorrow. <laughs> I ordered us some new ink for the printer. I couldn't. I couldn't print it bigger because we're out of black ink. So this oh, is the best. This is the only one. Yeah, I got we had right a, we had a, an emergency oh the other God. night with our printer. Our daughter had to do this audition for the for a band, and we could not pr- that printer. And then the second printer didn't work either. Right? No, it needs black ink. Yeah, I, we had I to go. We had to go to the neighbors with a you know we had a nine one one with the neighbors, but luckily they've got a you know an Uber printer. Yeah, this is a really good story. I'll let you yeah, get back to Jazz Fest. Come on, I'm yeah, glad, yeah, I'm true story. Fi- I'm glad yeah. you figured that out. <laughs> You didn't have to shut me down like that um, is boring, Belinda. So like, tomorrow wow, morning, wow. tomorrow starting out tomorrow, Bonorama. It's uh, five guys playing the trombone. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. And Dr. John's finishing the day tomorrow. That's enough jazz fest talk for today. Um, 
What? Uh, okay, back here to the office. What are, you, what are your plans for the weekend? Me? Oh, well, <laughs> one of the things I'm going to have to be doing this weekend is getting over uh, Michael Moore's new documentary. Well, it's Jeff Gibbs' documentary, um, uh, Planet of the Humans. And I uh, started watching that. It was They released it on YouTube uh, right before Earth Day because, you know, their thing was like, when are we going to get to have... We're not going to have a, a premiere or premiere... Uh, a premiere because of the coronavirus and so they were like oh we'll put it out for Earth Day but anyway this is a really I think an amazing documentary but it's also but it's a, it's a little bit counter to some of the things that yeah. we think about oh yeah yeah no it, it kind of blows the doors off a lot of the assumptions that you're making that you know renewables will save us that you know all the your environmental heroes <laughs> are really great and that capitalism has not completely co-opted the environmental movement. So I'm watching this documentary and of course these people are my heroes, they're my colleagues, they're people, you know, who I've interviewed and who I hang out with and whose opinions I respect and then you watch this documentary and uh, I was weeping for a different reason than you earlier this morning. They're all getting BS called on them, right? Yeah, they're getting BS called on them, and, and, and I mean, it's actually good that it's happening, and, and, you know, there are certain people, you know, a vice president is one of them who made a very important um, uh, Oh, I wonder which environmental vice president it could be. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah, which yeah. one it could be. Is yeah. it... Uh, yeah, I'm so... Yeah, yeah, you is, it, is it Dick Cheney? <laughs> it's yeah, not exactly. Dick Cheney, yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, Halliburton is so environmentally... It's yeah. Al Gore. So, the thing is, I always knew that, you know, there was some... Uh, you know, sort of some money shenanigans going on there. But anyway, this really, you know, so I'm weeping. You, you're weeping because you're listening to Aaron Neville and it's so beautiful. And I'm weeping because I'm watching, you know, this documentary. And it's really important because it really tells the truth. And I'm a huge... The scales yes. are being lifted from your eyes. Yeah, I said that, you know, they the, the wizards, the curtain got pulled back mm. and the wizards got exposed. And you know what the wizards say? The wizards say, says when, you know, the curtain got pulled back is, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Mm. But um, one of the things that is actually quite good is the Sierra Club and Bill McKibben straight away came out and said, you know what, you're right, biofuels are not cool. It's terrible. I mean, burn trees to make energy, that's such BS. Very um, old school. That's old school. That's well, how we used to do it. Well, Just cut down is, a tree and burn it. It's to, cook it's, our dinner. It, it's you know you're going from using a sort of a prehistoric carbon source, which is what fossil fuels are, to using a you know a carbon source that's a living, breathing, growing carbon source. You know we we, we need those trees to be. We're trying up to get as much carbon into the atmosphere as possible and out of the out of the earth and into the atmosphere. Yeah, we're we're Isn't falling that, over ourselves. That, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> no, that's what we are doing. That's, that's what not we what are we're doing. supposed yeah. to be doing. Yeah, we're pretending okay. that we're trying to do something else. Anyway, so I was. I'll be spending the weekend getting over that. Have you seen um, this Planet of the Humans? My friend Christopher Hens made Planet of the Humans. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. you're talking about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, didn't, I don't pay attention to everything you say. <laughs> I think you could assume from this that he pays attention to fucking nothing that I say. I, With a no. show like this, there's a lot of trying to figure out what, you, what one is going to say next because a lot of the show prep happens Oh, it's happening, yeah. Show. Yeah, we're prepping right show. now. I didn't look yeah. up as much... Uh, as as many animal facts as I as oh I yeah you don't like need to, to. I've got some animal facts oh good do you yeah Go well ahead. no I don't really the the orangutan in the end of Planet of the Humans is really uh, oh my god anyway so I'll be getting over that but if you want to watch a documentary that I think is really super important um, you should watch this documentary and um, I you've got to really slow down I people. think 
I think you should watch a documentary called Still Bill about Bill Withers who just passed away because that is a, that's a great documentary. Oh, and then the other people say that his show, his live set at Carnegie Hall is really unbelievably amazing. Are we yeah. okay to inject Lysol into our bloodstream before oh. the next... Uh, can yeah. I, can I answer this? Oh can my I answer God! This? Yeah, yeah. Can I answer this? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I, I've, I've said this before, and I always like to say this before I give any medical advice. But I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but but I, President say, what's his name says he's not a doctor either, and he still comes out with this stuff. Have a better line than I'm not a doctor. Change your lineup. Do a different one. I'm also not a nurse. Don't inject Lysol <laughs> into your veins. Don't drink Lysol. Use it to wipe things off. It's best... Let's not go off-label Don't with the Lysol. Don't try to spray it into your lungs. I mean, my no, God, when shitty, I saw it's that... it's a crappy like, mouthwash. Oh. Yeah, but you wouldn't even be doing a mouthwash. You'd be spraying it into your... You know, you'd give yourself, what, a tracheotomy and then put the Lysol, you know, straight down your windpipe or you'd, you know, you know, snort it up your nose. I mean, oh, my God. Mm. That was really... I mean, you know, I keep thinking, you know, the, co- the the press conferences, they can't go lower than they've gone. But I thought this the whole presidency, you know, it can't go... When Steve... No, who was the guy? The, the, um, the guy who was the communications guy, who's now, you know, the Italian guy from New York who was Trump's um, communications guy who said the thing about Steve Bannon sucking his own wah-wah. Remember he said that on CNN? I'm trying right. to remember his name. It wasn't Mnuchin, was it? No, it's not Mnuchin, but mm. he's got a name slightly like that. Anyway, I Someone thought that was that. kind of one of the you know the lows of this presidency when you Summer's, talk about one Sum- of the other guys. Summer's Eve bleach. Oh, um, yeah. Well, Hugh has a great answer for should you be injecting Lysol into your veins, and it's a, he, his answer is depends on who you're going to be voting for in November. Oh, and, uh, yes, it does. And that's about it. We don't need to really go into that. So if you think that you're the person who should be doing it, maybe you should be doing it. I don't think you should, though. No, I'm, and, I'm don't, a, and, I, and there was an enema, you know, use Lysol as an enema, but I would, um, mm, mm. I, I think that would be fiery and um, would not achieve what, what you're hoping uh, it would achieve, is what I would say. So the best movie of all time, even in the rain, everybody. But I'll let you read the even yeah. the rain, even the rain. Even I, the rain. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Scaramucci. It mm. is the mooch. Scaramucci. Yeah, that guy, the mooch. I mean, when he said that on CNN about Steve Bannon, I mean, number one, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious that you know, Steve Bannon needed to s- stop sucking his own cock. But I, I did too. It was. I, I had was real so mixed <laughs> feelings. Sometimes this is the thing about a lot of stuff that Trump says no, and, he, the, and that his band of merry men say. It, there, it's on the one hand, it's outrageous that the president is saying it, and on the other hand, if this was if we were watching a satirical movie about a, a about a kind of a, a kooky president, it would be awesome. And so I have to I have to give it up for Trump to say he is funny. He does say funny things, and this is the mooch, the mooch. Yeah, but I, yeah, the Trump mooch doesn't is even yeah, funny. try He's got to be funny to or you know, run. and 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 he also doesn't try to be as dumb as he is. That just you know happens. So anyway. Um, but yeah, the Lysol and the light and heat. But the other thing I thought that was interesting is Jones that... Is says, it, Jones says they, she uses it on the counters and then she licks them. <laughs> <laughs> Joan, you're a class act. I mean, I, I love that. You put your Lysol on your counter and then you lick it up. Mm. Wow, like a little kitty. Like I, a, lick, <laughs> I do a pre-Lysol lick because that's where the flavor's at. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that is so where the flavor's at. Um... Oh, when they turned around to Dr. Burks, and that's, you know, when you actually should say something like, no, it's not light and heat, Mr. President, it's blah, 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 and blah, 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 and this is what the scientists are working on. But she starts talking about fever, no, no, I get she's well, squirming and she was put on the spot, but have, grow a pair, come I, on. I like, disagree. You know, 
I disagree. What do you think she should have done? I, the first rule of improv is don't deny. It's, you gotta, <laughs> go with the go gotta, with the ridiculous thing gotta, that, you, that your partner says. Yeah, it's always yes That's and. That's what I do with you. Yes. Well, good. It's, you're learning. It's yes. <laughs> well, I try. Yes and. Yeah. That's what you're always trying to say. And so that's... So next time you're watching yes, the press Mr. conference Pre- oh, yeah. and the president hands off to someone else who's, who's you know, a doctor or more of an expert, just watch how they yes and, because that's what they're doing also for survival, because they can get in trouble with him. I know. He yes. fires uh, you. Yeah. If you're, no, you're, I know he does. And yeah. he fired that health department guy yeah. who came out and said that, you know, hydrochloroquine doesn't work. But what about, okay, so what would her thing have been? You know, light and heat. Could you get the doctors to look into that? Well, yes, I could, Mr. President. It's an interesting idea, but light and heat is not going to kill a vi- virus like coronavirus. What we need is a lot of data testing. That's what Light you, and heat is not. See, that's not yes and. No, you say that's, yes, Mr. President. And, and oh, not, oh you not, can that's say that's yes. Not how uh, yes, and works. Okay. Yes, and okay. Is, yes, and we're going to do that, but we're also going to use all the data from all the testing that we're going to do and the antibody testing that we're going to do to see when it's safe to open up America. Mm. I mean, I loved all that walking back. Now, to you know, Georgia opens up, and one minute it's liberate Minnesota, liberate Michigan, and now it's like, ooh, dude, so do. See, Mark, my friend Mark Javi's got mm-hmm. some advice in here. Make sure and check the expiration date before you drink Lysol. But I think in this case, Mark. His wife is a doctor, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Lysol has an expiration date. No, that shit or if it is, is forever. It, it's so far in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Only- I think it's going to it's going to be here for centuries after you, and it's going to be active for you know, uh, its active ingredients are going to be stay activated for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Lysol. It's like when we had a friend whose wife was pregnant and was really nutty about bacteria, and so she was pine soling their whole house, which mm. is, you know, Lysol with pine essence in it. And, uh, I mean, you know, she's pregnant and she's just got those fumes. I was like, man, if she's worried about the bubba, that's not the move I'd be making. But, you know, no one wants to hear it from another lady who's already had a baby. They're like, Pfft. No, I think people do want to hear it from other ladies who've had babies. That lady didn't. Yeah. She had her own. She had her mind made up. Yeah. Well, that that uh, that is that is the problem. That is that is the problem. Once you once you're having a baby, you're pretty sure that you're saving that baby, and there's nobody's going to argue with you on that. I remember when you were pregnant with our daughter, and you were convinced we needed to uh, put in a, a home security system because. <laughs> Someone was going to come and steal our baby. You thought somebody was going <laughs> to steal the baby. Yeah. And I was like, I, yeah. I, she's super valuable to us, but I don't, I don't think there's... I mean, you never hear a story about a baby theft here in America. I mean, Raising Arizona is the only example I can think of. Oh, there would have been some babies kidnapped in America. But the thing also is when you're pregnant, you do go on high alert as far as the, you know, the safety and the well-being of the baby. I mean, I had some... <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I had some pretty weird kind of imaginary, you know, kind of... not They weren't conversations, um, but yeah, ideas mm. about the stuff that could happen. You do, yeah, you or worry. Nations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your number one job is to keep, you know, you've been carrying that baby inside you, now you've blasted it out, and you definitely have to keep keeping it alive. That's your next, you know, your next biological imperative once you've procreated is to keep that thing alive at all costs. And now that our daughter is 15 going on 16, where do you, where would you say keeping her alive is in your daily priority? I mean, obviously, you're not interested in slacking off on that, but she does a lot of that work for herself Yeah, now. yeah, she does. Yeah, she's pretty self-sufficient with keeping herself alive. Um, well, I have to say it's really nice that that tapers off. You don't have to be. I mean, I remember when she was little, and there would be certain things that I would see coming that you know, 
that you didn't always see coming. Remember, you thought it was hilarious when she was running around after a bath one night. She had a towel over her head and she was running around in our bedroom. And Jake was like, it's hilarious. I said, no, no, grab her because she, now she's going to go straight oh, to the wall. Went, she went right into the yeah, wall. Yeah, and of course she did. I mean, I saw that thing coming and you just thought it was I funny. Did. I didn't think it was funny, but I thought it. I just didn't see it coming. I thought, <laughs> no. well, certainly an animal with its head covered would know not to keep moving in in a direction. But they don't. This is just a pro tip for babies, and I'm not a doctor yeah. or a child raising. He's expert. a dad. But if they've got a towel over their heads and they're walking, you need to grab onto them because they'll go right off a cliff or into a wall or a swimming pool. Or I mean, they're, they're pretty dumb at the beginning. <laughs> You know the thing I really love about babies, and then we can get off babies. But I think the thing, one of the things that is so damn cute about them in the beginning is their heads are so big, and oh, everything else. Their, is... they put their hands all the way up, they put their hands yeah, all the way up. I, I was going to say that, but he took over. <laughs> their head is literally this big, <laughs> proportion yeah. to their body. Yeah, their hands it's... get to you. Oh my That's god! Sort of, yeah, fully extended. Yeah, thanks. Oh, so well. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play. You've done that to me a few times. <laughs> okay, so I want to tell you a funny story, though, about my dad and Hillary, because this was really a weird thing that they did as a married couple. Okay, this is your dad and Hillary. Yeah, his, uh, his, his third wife. So Trace. Not, yeah, not my mom, not my your, first stepmother, the, the one after that. Your mother your your mother was Uno. Yeah, she was Uno. Uno yeah. Wifo. Yeah, Uno Wifo. As you said, the, um, the trophy, the trophy bride. He started with her. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion, he married the best one first. But anyway, so they had this... I met them all. This... Uh, habit that uh, so they got together with they were in their 50s and um, one of them would start to tell a story and and you'd be and this would Jake and I would be staying with them so it'd be Hillary at one end of the table dad at the other I'd be on one side Jake would be on the other and Hillary would start to tell a story and and then my father would you know obviously it activated him and he was like that's a really good story I'm gonna tell that story so then my dad would tell the story start telling the story as well so they're both telling the same version of the story blah 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 and then you is that I'm gonna die <laughs> you have to wait and <laughs> See, he wants to do what I what they did. This is hilarious. And then, so then you'd go, well, or well, maybe I'll make eye contact with Dad, and then Jake will make eye contact with Hillary, and then they'll both be able to keep telling their version of the story. But as you're looking at your person who's telling the story, you're you can hear out your other ear that the other person is telling their version of the story, and they're keeping time. You know, they're about about the same point in the story. Jake has, and every now and then you sort of catch Jake's eye, like this is well, they so. They, they fucking insane they would divide you so one of you they each have one of you's attention. yeah they had to have an audience but, and they did it all the time they and, did it all the time and their versions of the story would be what well, would start with the other person kind of just jumping in to clarify some little point but then instead of stopping talking they would just start telling the story so it was like when you sing row row, row your boat in, in a round and then the next person starts except the versions yeah, were just different enough that as you're listening to the one, you're picking up little things that are being left out or slightly different in the other story. Anyway, it was I, I, I found it kind of entertaining. It was, yeah, it was sort of entertaining, but then it also got, you know, really annoying because it's like, and the thing was, you knew that they knew that the other person was doing it, but they just didn't give a shit because they wanted to tell the story and they didn't care that they're, you know, the other person was telling it. I mean, I remember once asking um, Hillary, my stepmother, a, a question, and Dad obviously was <laughs> she, not You know this. that everybody can see this, right? So, I mean, your father's passed away, but I'm just reminding you. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure you know what you're doing right now? That's one of our New Orleans questions that we ask each other. When oh, that's when, the buddy like, system? When you're about to climb up on the bar, get out of a car, and go into a... Climbing up on the bar in New Orleans is totally sort of, you know, I know, we covered, that, we covered that before, but... Um, 
Are you sure you know what you're doing? With this story? With this story? Um, well. (sighs) (laughs) Man, I just ground this whole show to a halt. Yeah, you really took the wind out of my sails with that one. Okay. But uh, I don't think anyone's watching who would give a shit about that story. But anyway, I'm not going to tell it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It makes you feel like you missed something, doesn't it? Yeah. No, you didn't. Don't worry. You didn't you didn't miss anything. And and yeah, do you feel like you won? No. Because it's just no. yeah. No, I don't feel no, like I won. I know. I know. The the other story that we told about them both telling the same story at the same time, that's a way more entertaining and good story about them. Yeah. Um and really was uh you know yeah, it was it was entertaining, but it was also oh. really <laughs> Oh, no. I, we don't need the chainsaw, you know, fart machine. Oh, the fart machine. I, I just missed it. To get us back on track? Yeah, I just thought, you know, the show's the show's winding down. Right. Would you like your Spanish lesson for the day? Because I've got these... <laughs> oh, you yeah. gave me these cards. See for, if I don't know one. I know, but you need to learn Spanish. I, I think I know what's in that deck. All these cards for, this, for Spanish are so easy. Um, well, here, let's... No, this is the five of clubs. My name is... Yeah. Miyamo. 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 Miyamo S. Okay. Yes, no. See, no. Oh, well, come on. Let's try and try and find a harder one. What's your name? Uh, como te llamas. Como te llamas. <laughs> right. I'm from Soide. Yeah, Soide. Soide. Soide Nueva Zelandia. So- Pero ahora soy de Estados Unidos. Soide. Estados Unidos. R- right here. America, yeah. Yeah. Who? Can? Yeah, can? Can? Okay, so there's some good ones in here. Yeah. There, there's, there's your, yeah, we can have some fun Spanish with those afterwards. For today. Yeah. De donde eres? Donde eres? Where are you from? Mm, yeah. We've already so yeah. So the Nueva Zelandia. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's probably just completely boring. Sorry, guys. Okay, Moose Monday. I like it. Oh, Moose is on Monday. Hmm. Mm. Mooses. Well, we could think about it. Um, think about it. I'm yeah. doing it. Mooses. We're doing okay. mooses on Monday. That's mooses that's for, for that's Monday. Shizzy. Okay. And uh, Jazz Fest will still be going on on Monday because next weekend is the second weekend, Thursday to Sunday. Please get the WWOZ app and listen tomorrow and, and Sunday. It's so, the show's so great. Um, oh, they want to see the fart machine. <laughs> I don't believe that it's, yeah, not just you. Yeah, you want to see it. All right. Yeah. Here it is. It looks yeah. like this. It says fart machine right on it. Yeah, you could get this one. The bu- it's got a remote control. Isn't that great? Yeah. Oh, that's the worst one yet. Did you just push the button for worst fart possible? <laughs> no, it's Ugh. it's a random it's a <laughs> yeah, random yeah. fart generator. Yeah, it does what it wants. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you guys. It's happy Friday. I hope you I hope you enjoy your weekend as much as I'm planning on enjoying mine. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be within a hundred yards of right here the whole time. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I'll better keep an eye on him if I feel like I best. need to. But we're I don't, I don't feel like I need to keep an eye on you. I feel like you're fairly, you know, you're pretty well behaved. You're pretty self Oh, I turn on that Jazz Fest live thing at 9 a.m. and I just you're start set. crying. I just yeah. start crying. I have a big breakfast <laughs> yes. and start the day crying yeah, every so day. So sweet. He, he ate some bacon today. We have uh, the bacon t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Clinton, I don't know if he's here today. Yeah. Um, so. so I'm okay. going to see you. I'm going to see you in a couple amigos. of minutes. Pizza party tonight. We're having a pizza party. Oh, here we are. Um, Hang in there. Stay strong. We're going to get through the don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And then what, what did I say I was going to say in the morning? I'm still here. Get up in the morning. I'm oh. still here. Maybe just go right out to your front door and yell it out into the street. I'm still here. 
You know, I wish we need to get something going on our streets because when you see all these other streets, and I was talking to a friend in New York yesterday, and she was talking about how everyone was singing and the music that was happening outside every night at seven o'clock, and I was like. I went to a thing last week at the Santa Monica Hospital to, you know, to clap for all the medical workers. And I like doing that. But, you know, there were just, there were very few of us. There were more, there were Boy Scouts in the cars. Well. Uh, but I was on the street with Fanula with my mask on. But it'd be nice to have something going on on our street where we all came out and yelled, I'm still here. Or, you know, played a musical instrument. You yeah. played the Fisher-Price dildo. And I could, yeah. you know, yeah. I could play well, Yankee Doodle on that little, um, you know. Well, I think what you're talking about is some kind of virtual block party or well, safe I, distance block party. Yeah. Oh, this thing, yeah. if you listen oh, to my I podcast. Play Yankee Doodle on that. Well, you can't because it's this is busted right oh, now. Oh, no. This thing, if anybody knows where I can get another one of these, it's but so that's, good. Yeah, no, it's I'm plastic. Gonna, Let's just fix that one. No well, new Well, I one. think I might be able to fix it. The yeah. batteries are maybe melty. Um, yeah, you've got the technology. You're, you're good. I bet you can do that. I have the faith in all you. All right. I love you. I love you, too. Uh, you guys are great. Onward and upward. I was going to say I love them, but you, you were like... <laughs> You guys are great. <laughs> no, you um, can tell them you love them. They're I your fans. You can I say you, you love them. I just thought it was a little bit forward to say, you know, yeah. we love you. Tom, but, yeah. Tom Sawyer says they howl in his neighborhood. Oh, hmm. yeah, howling. That's yeah, like the wolf? That. Like the wolf howl? How, what other kind of howling is there? <laughs> there's, um, there's yodeling. Mm. There's the, mm. the Austrian howl. I don't want to do that. Mm. I want to do like a wolf. I want to sing I Will Survive the way Marva Wright did today. Hey, has anybody seen that thing on Twitter with the lady who's having the total tongue bash with the wolf? No. She's definitely got the wolf's wolf? tongue in her mouth. A wolf will eat Well, maybe it's a husky, but tongue. man, it's oh, really... It's, don't put it's your tongue pretty, in a dog's mouth. Yeah, it's, it's quite, uh, yeah, it's don't quite put intimate. Your tongue, don't put your tongue in a dog's mouth. I mean, no, the t- the dog is putting his tongue in her mouth. Well, don't do that either. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, don't don't drink Lysol. Yeah, unless and don't you do the really dog want thing. to. I mean, you know, come on, whatever gets you. You know, if it's consenting dog and person. If you're in some weird game show where you have to choose between the dog tongue and the Lysol, take the dog tongue. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. advice. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Lysol would be so disgusting. That's my final answer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I was his lifeline. Did you see? I, I channeled I that right to, to I didn't him. have to ask you. Yeah, no, but I was. If you needed me, I was here. <laughs> All right. I, actually, Tom Sawyer's the person you would need for that because we, I'm not good on those uh, uh, the pop culture ones. He would be your lifeline for that. Okay. And music stuff. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's enough from him. Oh, Tom, the Beatles. The Beatles. Uh, oh. Tom told me about the Beatles uh, YouTube channel uh, tomorrow. It's 10 a.m., I think. No, it's 8, Ringo. he says. He eight. Says eight. Oh, 8. eight. Oh, that Beatles yeah, thing no, was not as good as what I thought it was going to be. In fact, hey, it's Jake. Um, I just, ding, yeah, it's me. Hey, it's I'm back. Um, I'm just cutting off the end of that because uh, all I did was say goodbye, which is I'm going to say goodbye now. Um, but that Beatles thing, it was Yellow Submarine sing-along is what they called it. But they just basically played Yellow Submarine on their YouTube channel they didn't they weren't there ringo wasn't there he wasn't talking or singing along or commenting they just played yellow submarine it was disappointing um but uh, we're still having a good time i'm having a good time i hope you're uh, hanging in there so that was uh, that was the show's right before the first weekend of jazz fest we're just wrapping up the second weekend right now and all those shows are available on wwoz as i mentioned earlier but um I hope you're doing well. Don't give up. Uh, there'll be plenty of time to give up later. I say that all the time. And uh, I'm going to play this out, and then we're almost get we're getting caught up, and we're going to be uh, just 
posting the live shows as we do them in just a few more days. Just a few. It's going to be a few more days. I have to admit. I'm going to do two a day until we're caught up, and then um, then we'll be there. So just a few more days. All right. Hang in there. Stay strong. Oh, you know, I ran into Nigel yesterday on the street, so he may be coming over this week. Promises, promises. I can't I can't say for sure, but I'm hoping that Nigel's going to come by this week and we'll get to put him on the podcast. Put him on. I'll be on with him, me and Nigel, this week, I hope. Jim Raines, who's been attending some of the live Facebook shows and also wrote this song. 